Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Daily Combat Podcast. This is Hollywood McConaughey with the double biceps and legal requirement every single time we appear on camera. The co-host, co-founder, co-breather of air, co-wearer of clothes in this very room. It is, in fact, winner of the Dave Stockbridge of the Year Award. It is the master of a disaster, the Count of Monte Cristo, the King of Sting, Thunderlips, the ultimate male. It is, in fact, Dave, Dave Stockbridge. Stockbridge, the man himself. Welcome to your own show. Well, thank you very much for that very warm welcome to the Daily Combat Podcast. Every week, Hollywood, Matt Connolly, you, <laughs> you never fail to disappoint. And uh, we are joined, of course, today uh, by the doyen. The, the <laughs> we did say doyen last time, didn't uh, we? Yeah, the jiu-jitsu expert. A jiu-jitsu expert. Um, <laughs> well, world-renowned martial arts. What did we go with last time? Yeah, uh, I, banger. Banger, oh, uh, Rich wow. the Banger Warner, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it is Rich Warner. Rich Warner is an MMA commentator and uh, fresh off the back of uh, DFC 16, which we're just uh, scanning through some of the highlights of right now and uh, we'll take you through the whole card during the course of the... Take you through the whole card and get some of Rich's insights into not just DFC but the whole world of local MMA uh, yeah. and, uh, and some recent announcements in the world of PFL as well as the Do new you. seasons uh, rolling out and uh, uh, what's the, some of the biggest news to come out of those announcements as far as you're concerned, Rich Warner? Well, should we hold off on it or should we go straight in? No, let's go straight in. Straight let's in. let's well, delve in. South Australia's best known fighter, uh, Doyen. I want to use the word Doyen because <laughs> I just love it. I'll have to look up what it means <laughs> later. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even really sure. Are you, are you stalling because you don't know who uh, South Australia's best known fighter is? Uh, <laughs> pretty much. The best known fighter. Um, the one that... Uh, that uh, Henry... Um, <laughs> the guy, you know, the guy. That the guy, yeah. He fights and uh, does that thing. <laughs> Shane Mitchell, uh, Cardioflex. Oh, uh, OG, Triple A. Uh, you know, yeah. Anywhere, anytime, anyplace. Yeah. Um, for a long time, for a long time, he's been at the top of the heap of South Australian fighters. Um, and and it's been, you know, a lot of talk. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> so much. He drank it like it was coffee without realising it was scotch. scotch yes. yeah. So much. Cheers uh, to uh, real, real Real Estate. Uh, Cheers to everybody our sponsor, uh, uh, Lemmy Largo, um, and of course our friends at Roll Clean. Cheers to you all and to all of our viewers. We hope mm-hmm. you're uh, playing along. At so home, so much stronger than I every time we say doyen, have another drink. Oh, <laughs> that's the so yeah, look, uh, Triple A, Shane Mitchell, a um, lot of talk for many, many years. I remember when I first got to Cardio Flex for eight years, nine years ago. Now, um, you know, the talk was, dude, he's had such a, a, a succession, a huge long run of victories. You know, no losses. You know, he'd fought the who's who. His second fight fought, you know, um, uh, Kim, not Kim, Kim Johnson. Kim no, Bronson. sorry, it wasn't. It was. Um, Kim Jong Un. He was a superstar from uh, from Rikers Gym. Um, Kim Charles Jong-un. August. Sorry, Charles August. Uh, Shout out to Charles August. Was it Charles um, August? It was Charles August. <laughs> yeah. You know my memory, Matt. It's terrible. <laughs> if I haven't got notes, it's like uh, Matt. What was the name of that yeah. guy? Um, so yeah, he fought Charles August in his second fight. Just an absolute beast. Um, that's probably his only loss that he's ever had. Um, except for there was one f- quite a few fights ago. But he's been talking to the UFC. There's been a lot of contract negotiations, a lot of chatter, a lot of management. Management changes. Ike has, of course, been his manager from day dot. Um, and big call. I've got a shout out to, to Craig Ike from Cardioflex, head head coach there, of course. Um, in his humility, um, in that he's happy to give up his uh, his best fighter to a different manager to 
try and look for the best opportunity for for that specific fighter mm. as opposed to holding on and um you know, obviously he's still going to be the head coach, but he's tried lots of different things, and we've we've all tried lots of different things to contact certain people. You know, at one championship, um, UFC, he's been in, in a lot of talks for a long, long, long time, and finally, mm. um, Ike got a hold of uh, an amazing, uh, quite a quite a good talent manager, uh, and um, a guy who's got other rostered. Uh, fighters fighting under pfl mm. um and apparently a few weeks ago they had a nice little chat and, ha- and and got the boys and sat down in a restaurant and signed a contract uh it's been under wraps have been on the you know do not talk about this until it's absolutely you know signed on both ends and so forth and everybody's happy to go ahead but the big announcement of course is that shane uh has just signed to the pfl um, wow. Yeah, so what an on, opportunity! On a big stage, absolutely incredible. massive. You know, it's and it's great that there are, there are a few athletes uh, that have earned that position uh, as much as Shane as well. He's, yeah. I mean, he's consistently been uh, at the top at the top of the pecking order, the man to beat for uh, well for years now. And uh, so, and 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 everybody's been scratching their head, wondering why it is that he hasn't been able to work his way into that top echelon and now it's finally happening. He's so um, thereabouts, you know, thereabouts for so long and they've come back and they said, look, we need you to get a couple more fights and then, you know, he, he, he's just had an amazing career and just knocking on the door quite a few years ago, about three years ago, and um, he fought for the DFC title or to, to you know stay the title holder and he got beaten by this huge, huge hunk of a, hulk of a man um, who I definitely think would been using quite a few syringes in the background oh, um, yeah. and really took Shane down and, and obviously it was that at that point where he really changed not camps but really added the uh, the camp uh, in, in terms of uh, going under Matt Jones as well as, as, a, as, a, as a submission grappling under coach ISO, as well ISO under ISO health exactly yeah. yeah so really it's quite maybe three four years specifically um you know training just in, in in submission grappling and his game has improved my goodness we've seen it happen in, in the in the four or five fights since that point he's he's a knockout artist but geez he's quite comfortable to take things onto the ground and mm. slick slick moves when he's down there so mm. yeah huge huge congratulations to shane triple yeah, well lots of love from the podcast <laughs> Um, and we're messaging Shane. We're messaging him now to say, hey, we want you on next week's podcast. What do you reckon, guys? Right. We'd love to see Shane yeah. here. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we, we, we were very close on having Shane on the podcast uh, recently and this news hadn't yet been made public. And uh, But we knew it was on the we knew it was on the radar and uh, and had our fingers and toes crossed. So we, we were waiting until such time as the news became public and mm. uh, we were hoping it might be a Daily Combat exclusive. But <laughs> I think as well it's really out there now. So uh, we can't wait to have Shane on the podcast and Shane sharing some of his story and uh, what it's taken to uh, now get to the PFL. So, uh, and very exciting times and, and a big three or four months uh, ahead for Shane and, and Ike and uh, very exciting for the whole crew there at CardioFlex. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think it's going to be like he's fighting in about three or four weeks' time. So, it's, I think it's in April. April 10th, I think it might be. Yeah. Right. Um, and if you want to watch it, guys, get on to Stan Sport. If you haven't got a subscription in Stan, get your subscription. Of course, you'll get to see all of last year's and the previous year's winners. Mm-hmm. Um, of course... From HTC Hobart Training Centre, mm. um, who we've got a real good strong connection with uh, mm. in terms of DFC, because we've, we've had quite a few of Ho- Hobart and Tasmanian fighters come over the years, and mm. one of the, the well probably the big gun from HTC 
ABC is Rob Wilkinson, mm. Wilkinson mm. who uh, of course won a million dollars in about October of last year under the PFL. So Incredible. Yep. he's really set the stage uh, for Aussie Aussie fighters under the PFL. And Shane Mitchell is number three, I think, Australian fighter. Mm. The other one was um, Antonio Caruso. Uh, only about two or three weeks ago, fought his first fight and he lost. Didn't do uh, amazingly well, but shout out to South Australian boy uh, Tony Caruso to get in there and, and, and give it his best shot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's one of a, a great uh, mainstays of South Australian MMA, Tony Caruso, so hat off to you. But we're really, really looking forward to April 10th. Um, Stan Sport, everybody, to watch mm. Shane Mitchell. I think he's got four fights, I believe. Now, I could be, I could be wrong here, guys, but I believe it's like a four-fight can format. Can tell, tell us about tell us the PFL. Well, no. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about the PFL for the people that uh, that aren't up to date on what that well, is? It's like it's like a, the opposite to UFC in many mm. ways. Like they haven't gone by the same kind of system of scoring. Can haven't knock gone yourself by out, and that's <laughs> that counts. <laughs> that's that's a win count. for you. It does. It's yeah. really <laughs> weird. They've gone with this. You know, instead of like, there's been huge. Uh, talk about do the fighters get enough pay in the UFC and a lot of controversy and Mark Hunt and so forth Mm -hmm. you know putting up these big uh, legal battles to try and you know fight against the the big boy in the UFC the Mm -hmm. big company you know Mm. Um, and you know unsuccessfully you know no one's been able to do what they you know get get some some good rights um, and advocacy for from the UFC Mm. Um, so I believe that birthed the PFL. Okay. They came from the WSOF, World Series oh, of yeah, Fighting, yeah. you'd yeah. know, yeah, yeah. Um, and they bought that out and have, t- have changed, turned everything on its head and mm. come up with a million-dollar prize money. Wow. So six divisions, um, and, of course, uh, the light heavyweight and the welter... Lightweight and welterweight, I believe, uh, is coming up on the same day, the, the April 10th show. Um, there's eight fighters in each division, and it's a knockout basis. Mm-hmm. So sort eight fighters t- will become four, four will become two, and then those two will fight off for a million-dollar check. Wow. So Is that both for both divisions, the lightweight will have a million dollars? Yeah. Wow. So, so and, and do those year, fights happen on the same day, or is it part they, of the they used the, they, They've changed it this right. year, I believe. But, but yep. pre- previously, you'd have your eight fighters become four, and then those four fighters, they would fight. So that would be the... Uh, the the preliminary, say, mm. and then the quarterfinal, you'd have two fights on one night. Mm. And this is really interesting, probably a good talking point, uh, especially for, for you, Hollywood, because mm-hmm. the, in that two fights on one night, yeah. to legalise it, you can't have a fighter have any more than five rounds in uh. a day. Oh, right? really? Under the jurisdiction, the MMA combat rules, right? Nevada so state so state how do you have two fights if you, if you, yeah. you know, when it's, a th- it's got to be a three-rounded odd uh, not an even, but an odd, uh, odd, as in three three rounds for judging. So oh. the promoters just keep yeah. their fingers crossed for knockouts. <laughs> what they did do is they made it a two round system. Oh. But this and like, how do you judge a two round system? At, you know, there's two rounds, and right. say one guy wins the first round, the other guy wins the second round. Yeah, slap fighting. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so what they did is they gave the, the whoever was awarded the first round. Wins the fight. Wow, really? That's that's an interesting. So it doesn't decision. matter so much about the second round. Yeah. Why? Have the, oh man, that's is that Nevada? Are they doing it in Nevada? Uh, I think somewhere around there. I'm okay. not quite yeah, exactly yeah. sure. I've never heard that, that rule before. I'm Crazy, right? Yeah. And they had, had all these weird sort of things where they'd have um, the celebrities vote. So the commentators, <laughs> you know, you had some. Wow. I'm yeah. Like, Ray Seffo is the guy who's running yeah. the whole thing. You know, if yeah. I mention Ray Seffo, you're yeah. going to give me a few stories. <laughs> um, like the time he fought Mark Hunt. Uh-huh. 
And Mark Hunt's just got his head going, come on, hit me. And he's just taking punches going, come on, yes. max, max, max. Yeah. And then he would like hit Ray Sefo back and Ray Sefo would pull his hands down, just take a few on the chin, go, come on, is that all you've got? You yeah, know? legend it in the sport, awesome. absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so Ray Sefo, uh, you know, is running the whole, the whole show. So they used to have a celebrity uh, vote on who they thought won the fight Come and on. then they would have a uh, <laughs> a uh, could an you text in as well <laughs> yes oh, you yes could. are you exactly serious what you text in. audience anyone in the world you'd, you know you'd, you'd put in the number like and Australian you'd, Idol and you'd say exactly yeah. like Australian wow. Idol and 55% of the audience vote goes to you know X fighter and, wow. and oh my so God. and it's done on points as well so I think in um, <laughs> yeah it's I kind of don't really I, I had to do a bit of homework <laughs> to try and work it out and I still don't quite yeah, I understand. No. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. So, have they reformed this, or, or so? Or how have they iterated it for PFL? Now? Well, they've changed it from last year. Instead of having the two fights on one night, so you'd fight the first preliminary, and then those four people, do, you know, would mm. they'd, uh, fight twice in two rounds, mm. and then they'd wait three months, do another training camp, and fight for the the championship. Now it's each one. It's it's only one, one fight night, per yeah. night, so you've got it's a separate smarter. training camp. So I suppose it's a whole year process mm. um, to get to the championship. Uh, million dollar fight. Mm. There's a few points. It's only four. There's a wow. few things that so uh, close. I'd, I'd love to. <laughs> a few things I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah. One I don't. Wow. It's cool they're doing it. I think it's amazing. And a million dollar prize. And let's hope Shane Mitchell that's good. gets, gets the money. A that, that's incredible. And yeah. a great opportunity for the fighters. That, that's awesome. They're, they're doing something different. I love that. Thing I don't like about it. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. I don't like tournament format at all. I think that most of the time, even if... So if they do multiple fights on one night, usually somebody gets hurt and they can't continue and they get an alternate that steps in last minute and they win the bloody title without having fought anyone else. Um, or even so if So much you, can go wrong. That's like, right. That's what are you right. thinking? There's so much money on the line. And exactly. Mm, dude. Yeah. Plus with the... Well, they did that with Strike Force as well where they had the, the, the heavyweight Grand Prix sort of thing and it was a tournament format um, which Daniel Cormier ended up winning. It's very um, old school thinking. Was, yeah, he, was he driving a... Car, one no, but this, this, this was one of those things <laughs> where they did one fight like every Kombat three movie. months, sort of thing. <laughs> the problem with that, so Daniel came in as an alternate. The same thing happened, even over that tournament structure spread over like I think it was nine months. They still had their first round, and then the guys that won the fight, they were injured, couldn't compete in the second round. Mm. So Daniel Cormier stepped in and he won the second round, third round, and, and won the title. But it was like, yeah. even over that format, you know these matchups just keep changing like last minute and it's mm. like, like mm. it's almost the winner is the person who's least injury pretty much in the, in the way way through so why have they done that do you think that's to create a spectacle or to deliberately plant some landlines so that there is there's some excitement and there's some conjecture and there's always a chance <laughs> of anybody could win like everybody's got a puncher's chance yeah. almost yeah, yeah, yeah you're like creating a, a system where anybody has the opportunity to win based on the fact that maybe their opponent that they're fighting m- w- might be way better than they are, but because they've had a really tough right. first round mm, right. uh, against their first opponent, you might actually beat them. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. And plus, you, you're building in your own storyline with that. So if you've got two previous rounds going into the title for a million dollars, you've got four fights to pull from for your story to, to build that, whereas before that, if you've got two unknowns yeah. to the general public or, or mainstream... There's also this weird thing as well where they, they're done on points as well. So I think if you get if you knock out or you fi- finish the fight in the first round, mm. you get, I think it's six points 
Uh, you get an extra three <laughs> points for, for finishing it in the first. If you finish it in the second uh-huh. round, you'll get five points. And in the third, you'll get four. The loser will get nothing. And then mm. they'll rank them. So we'll go, oh, this guy's number one because he's got the most points. Uh-huh. And so one will fight number eight. <sighs> Almost like uh, the AFL Grand Finals series. So one versus eight, eight. two versus... Uh, seven. seven and so forth, I believe it is. So, um, oh, by the way, I should also say that we don't know who Shane Mitchell's opponent is as uh, yet. No, there's I've a little question mark. There's yeah. a question mark there, so we don't know who it is. Um, but he, within the same uh, eight fighters, there is um, a guy called Auburn Mercier, um, uh, who is last year's champion. So uh, he's got some 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 good formidable uh, opponents mm. uh, there as well. I so don't like the point system as well because if somebody is in a position where they could finish the fight and they know if I finish this, I'm going to be ranked first and that means I'm going to have, you know, well, I guess if you want to be ranked first, so then you have the easiest playing. fight, but you, you have the option of manipulation of your future opponent. Yeah. Mm. I suppose one good thing is that it does push fighters to get the... Get it sorted quick. Get in there and just... The so the first rounds... Are g- it's not like UFC, is it? Like where, you know, you can sort of play the rounds yeah. and think, oh, I think I'm up to or whatever. It's like, what let's if, go what and knock like, somebody else What if you know away. the result of the previous fights and you're like, if I win this by decision, that's going to be my opponent. And then it's like you go into the fight going, I'm just going to play safe. I'm just going to, um, you know... And it's like you get positions or moments where you could explode and you could knock this guy out. And you're like, uh, actually, uh, but if I knock him out, my opponent's going to change and be more difficult. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Are, are fighters that clever? Or <laughs> I think they are. Some smart coaches there. should be. <laughs> yeah, right. So they, there can be some a little bit of manipulation there. Um, yeah, definitely. So if you were going to, I mean, that's what happened with the Olympics with uh, the badminton. Um, one of the teams, or actually two of the teams, if whoever won that game was going to go on to play the Chinese team, which was the number one rank. And mm. so both of these teams uh, were trying to oh, lose. Yes. Trying to, <laughs> try to lose. And they were both Fully. like hitting into that going, oh. And then they got disqualified because it was <laughs> yeah. so blatantly yes. obvious. Yes. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Both, both teams got disqualified. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it's great to watch the yeah. pathetic acting. That, you know, th- these are world-class players in the Olympics and they're like, oh, I missed the, the thing completely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so do you think like PFL uh, in their in their quest to reinvent the wheel that maybe maybe gone too far and and and, and maybe you're trying to think about it too much or 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 is this new format just I, worth experimenting with? I like anyone who's who's going to change it up because what we've got so far is based off a, a boxing yeah. 10, ten, ten point system, and as far as we're all concerned, I'm pretty sure everybody thinks that that sucks. Mm. Yep. It is shit. Yep. It is shit all over. There's nothing good that you can say about it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, this is MMA. We need a whole different points uh, scoring system. We need to make things easier for our judges. This is why, like when uh, Volkanovski fought um, uh, uh, Makachev. Mm. Makachev the other day, the cheating Makachev. Um, <laughs> There's still talk, you know, four or five weeks later about who actually won that fight. This Makachev is won that fight. Imagine Very clearly uh, three rounds to two. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, what if they did... Um, I know a lot of people have probably shut me down for this, but what if they did open scoring? So yeah, I like that idea. At the end of every round, up goes on the screen mm. exactly... Who, who won right. that? According to five judges or three judges, should be five judges and not three, by the way. Mm. Um, 
Just to even it out, because we've had problems, you know. I think mm. it was five. If you can't get it right with three, I think adding five to the mix is going to yeah. make it worse. Um, I do like that. But I do agree with you. I like often open scoring. The, the problem with that, or the argument against that, is that if a fighter knows they're ahead yes. by two rounds, and, and it's like, oh, well, I've just got to play it safe this last round, I'm win, I'm win the fight. The Literally. other guy should, in theory, be going, I need, I need to, to win, win this. Sub or KO. That's right. Mm. Yeah, And that's mm. what's interesting about it. And mm. Then it becomes a whole. I, I agree with you. What you're saying, the winning, the winning guy has won three rounds. He's, you know, he's, temptation he's is the coast. Yeah. But all he knows is, yeah, I've got There's to not get knocked out. And the other guy goes, I have to knock him out. So yeah. you're going to see a totally there different is that, last yeah, two rounds. There right? is that intrinsic risk in, in having the hubris of being in front and feeling, okay, I'm going to coast now as well. Yeah. And that that can open up a, its own little Pandora's box. That's right. So, yeah, That's right. ultimately the best person will, will win because if that guy is uh, who is in front starts to coast and take things easy and uh, just goes uh, for easy shots and whatnot, he, he leaves himself perhaps vulnerable. Mm. I, I think For that what would happen is that the person who's ahead will just grapple, take him down and just do nothing. Right. And, and you'll get a lot like running of running down the clock. They'll just sit on top of somebody and just lay there. And yeah. it's like, and they okay. know, and the audience will boo. And it's like, he's like, dude, I got 30 seconds and I won this fight. I'm, I don't care if you're booing. You know, because mm. if he's winning the first two, you know, in theory, he should be dominant enough to win the third. And it's like if that other fighter, it's like, oh, I need to go for broke and get the finish here. You watch not the hatred come from the fans for a for a coasting fighter. Yeah. Because because the great thing is from an audience perspective as well. Yes, there's going to be like uh, the you know the two fighters are going to know everything, but mm. the audience knows as well. Mm. And the, the, we won't have any of these arguments anymore. Mm. The judges will never be blamed again. Or if the judge makes a really bad decision, guess what? Shot. We're all going <laughs> to see it, and we're all going to go. This judge should never judge again. Mm. And we get rid of the bad ones. There's some dodgy Ce judges. Cecil out there. Peoples. Um, you know, at the highest level, there is talk about dodgy judges in oh, yeah. the UFC. Mm. Um, we, you know, the boxing judges. Yeah, yeah. They, they literally are boxing judges. Some mm. guy was like a, a stunt man in Hollywood. He's the worst one. Have you heard about him? Which one's that? Uh, Douglas Cosby. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's him. I, I think he's like had friends. Friendship with Dana yeah, White yeah. for a long, long, long time. And so he just does whatever he thinks the promotion wants. Yes. Uh, so, oh, you know, we're really home, hyping up hometown this young fighter. fighter really hot. So I'll just he just gives every round, regardless if the guy lost a round, like mm. clearly lost, he gives it to that, that guy. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, but you know the people that are buying tickets, uh, you know, you, you see it in the crowd reaction, and it's always the fighters that put on the best fights. You know, the the fight of the night. Yep. Those guys, regardless of who wins or yeah. who loses, always get offered another fight mm. on that promotion. The promoters love it. So, mm. you know, if if you did see that uh, you've got some fighters count down the clock, and it's really obvious, and the crowd don't like it. Promoters, aren't, uh, it doesn't matter how good that fighter might be, uh, are going to be less inclined to sign them up to their next event. That's mm. right, Pierre. So that's the way it goes. I know. That's the I've just seen it play out, and it 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 should. And then they put these fighters. Say somebody like John Fitch, right, who was on like a seventeen fight winning streak, mm. uh, and they would not give him a title fight because he was doing exactly that. He would just take people down and just boring grind them as yeah. he would call it, you know which yeah. meant he would hold them and do this yeah um for three rounds and he would do it to everybody and they would not give him a title fight against george st pierre even with 17 wins or whatever because it was like we don't want this guy as champion mm -hmm. uh eventually they did have to and then george beat him and then i think he had one more fight and then they cut him and, and it was george, like you're gone and george did the same thing once he was a champion <laughs> yeah. for like the next 15 <laughs> fights in a row <laughs> absolutely it's boring yeah. as hell. but as hell. but the, the the problem with the i think is you want fights to be exciting. You want fighters to go in and give it everything. And, and everyone wants that, just that 
balls to the wall, let's throw hands and get, you know, and you want a Forrest Griffin, Stefan Bonner sort of match yes. every time. Yes. Um, but a lot of the time when you're putting the best guys in the world, they, they do tend to cancel each other out in a lot of ways. And it's like you're not going to get that let's just go for it moments. Um, and people do take breathers. They do take rounds off. They do like I'm just going to sit here and rest. Um and it, yeah, it's it's almost... You can you, see it though, can't you? Absolutely, yeah, that's right. And you, the crowd does boo, but it's like, if I finish this, they've got that win bonus incentive, you know? It's like you get paid, say, 200000 for showing up. Mm. If you win, you get another 200000 And they're like, I just got to hold on to this dude for 40 seconds and I get two hundred grand. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not going balls to the wall here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's like a double-edged sword. That's you know? the, the kind of guy sword. that you are, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, just balls like. to the wall. <laughs> well, that's the Louis <laughs> Payson. <laughs> that's, that's, like but that's studio. why guys like Louis Payson um, and uh, Brandon White get mm. booked as main events because yeah. they're the guys that, that are going to go after each other and yeah. try to knock each other out and that's what so, everyone wants to see and that's mm. what we saw at DFC didn't we yeah we, we didn't what have a, many going segue. to the judges decision at all eh? yes yeah, <laughs> crazy so DFC we've, we've got some of the highlights you mightn't be able to see them at home but we've got some of the highlights just up on the on the Daily Combat podcast screen in studio right now and uh, so I'll just uh, take you back to a few of these moments and of course uh, uh, Rich Warner you were, you were cage side actually so was Hollywood Matt yeah. Connolly yeah, uh, uh, could I just say that that was one of the coolest things ever for me uh, as a fan of MMA and then you know to have the opportunity to, to put on not only did we put on our arm wrestling event on the same day a few hours earlier which was yeah. incredible uh, thanks to everyone involved in that awesome. Craig Ikey and uh, you know yourself and everyone that was there that, that did an awesome job with that but then a few hours later we had the MMA event and I was uh, chatting to you at the uh, commentator's desk and uh, before the event was about to start and I was like, oh, man, um, I don't know where I'm going to sit. And you're like, why don't you just sit here with me? And I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. That's great. And it was sitting great. literally like I could reach my hand out to touch the cage. You know, the fighters were right in front of me. I'm hearing your commentary and Dave's commentary. <laughs> yeah. uh, incredible moment. And it wasn't just that, but it was like cause we, we do we do the, the podcast. We've been doing it for a couple of years. And it feels sometimes like, ah, uh, you know, no one's listening or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which we don't care. Is like, anyone we, <laughs> we, uh, we come in and just laugh and have fun. Like, it's great. I, I really look forward to it. But no one's listening. Yeah, <laughs> that's, the, that's the feeling that you get. But, you know, you put an episode up, you might get 40 views or whatever. Um, but it felt like every one of those 40 people were there that night. So <laughs> it, it was like, so I was sitting on the, the cage with you and obviously next to you was, was Nora Schultz um, and... Um, who was the other, uh, Julia, I think was the other uh, ring girl. Um, and Nora had been on the show as well. So I was hanging hey, and everyone that was walking past was like patting me on the shoulder and hey, go, mate. And it was like, this is so cool. This is incredible. <laughs> it's like, and then even the fighters, like they'd come into the cage, they'd do a loop, they'd look over and they'd see and they're like, hey, and I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> and then after the fights, you know, their the management team and everyone that has obviously watched the show because their fight has been on it. And it's like, uh, you know, you can see that look of recognition oh, yeah. that yeah. people have when they they see you and they go, ah, oh, and then they know who you are. It's like I don't know who you are, but we watch the Daily hello. Combat podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Hollywood <laughs> over there. Yeah, and um, you know the fighters getting famous, bro. That was that was like oh, in, that, in that realm. Into. In that realm, it was. <laughs> but you know, like Gary Neugebauer uh, afterwards is, is it Neuger know, or Neuger? Neuger. 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 Yeah. You know, I was chatting to him after the fight and then uh, even Louis, Lovely so guy. Louis, um, which we'll talk about in a minute, but after his fight, uh, you know, he was walking out 
to go home basically or wherever he was going um, and sort of, you know, a little head down or whatever. Um, and he's walked past and he sort of just glanced and saw me and then he's like just stopped and come back to say hello. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like, <laughs> it's so nice. To, you know. um, so fam- just, just for the viewers at home, you're literally fanboying about sitting next to Rich when you were actually <laughs> sitting in that same, same chair. <laughs> Commentating <laughs> for the AWE event for three hours, just two hours earlier. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's it was true. awesome, it's awesome different. having you there. Oh, it was great. I, was, I was really glad because we, we, like, we were able to find a spare chair, and there was just a little, just a special little space for you, Holly. You know, it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was good. so good. It was special because I could turn around and just take the mindset off and, and then chat to Matt. You know, yeah. and uh, <laughs> oh, you know, and he's, he's so pumped. I'm like, yeah, I'm just feeding off your energy. <laughs> you I was, I was shaking, Richard. <laughs> 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 it was good, hey. We had eleven fights and eleven bloody good fights. Mm. You know? Not one bad one. Um, and and this one. Uh, so we've got other, uh, on, on so screen can right anyone now. See we've got this the first. Uh, I can, we can mess around with it in post, but they won't be able to see it unless I turn the camera to the so, screen. Yeah. So at the moment, we we've got the first fight on, which is Shannon Ross uh, versus uh, Nina Kirkovich. And I'll, I'll um, just I'll just set the scene a little bit. So uh, yeah. we, it was, there was a light lightweight title fight between uh, Louis the Junkyard Dog Payson and yeah. uh, and Brandon White. Uh, we we had Damien Poobev Vola, but we, of course we know him as coming for the honey uh, Vola and uh, and Gary Neugebauer. Um, so they, they were your co-main event. And Perry Mason and Jermaine Guliami. So uh, we're uh, we're also now uh, Guliami is the name I practice. It's a yeah. very practiced pronunciation. It's the worst MC man. in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. Um, so <laughs> well, if I'm the best, I've got uh, Jermaine Guliami's mum to yeah, thank for, she, the, for that she, one. Didn't she like oh, before she, the event? She, she kind of laid down the law and she said, <laughs> "You, you see my son fight. That ain't nothing. You fuck this name up." I and said it wrong then. Don't let him find out. <laughs> don't want to uh, <laughs> No, she was entirely. Uh, she was lovely. I did ask her at the weigh-ins if I do get a name wrong, just come up and let me know, and we'll make we'll make that right on the night. And uh, she she came for good yummy. And then about uh, two hours before the event, she came over and said, "So uh, how are you going with that name?" And I went, Guliami. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Well, it wouldn't have been yeah. terrible <laughs> if, if she kept changing the pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um, swear, Lass is doing that to me. Lass Botha. Lass Botha. Uh, Every time I say Botha, he's like, no, it's Botha. And, and I go, Botha. And he's like, no, Botha. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was a big card. It was a stack card. And it all started with the, uh, with the young lady's uh, first fight of the night. Uh, Shannon um, Ross, Shannon Ross, um, yep. who uh, put up a fantastic third round and looked yeah. very, very good. Um, and uh, as ring announcer, I'd, I was not paying attention to the first two rounds and only saw the last round. And <laughs> when I got the uh, decision from the judges, I had to double check and make sure that <laughs> because her third round was very, very impressive. That's you there. We're yeah, watching on the screen. Yeah, thing, so yeah. if you look at me, I'm looking at it going. <laughs> What? Hang on. <laughs> Did a great job on the no- on the on the night as well, Dave. Thank you. Absolutely amazing job. Oh, thank you. I don't think we we had any mistakes at all, did we? Not, not from the pronunciation of Kuli Army. Yeah, yeah, Kazan. Yeah. yeah. So this is I the first fight. And Shannon's fought once before. She fought uh, last year uh, against uh, Jackie E V Evans. Um, now Hughes actually just mm-hmm. married Nick Hughes, um, and she uh, won that fight. Um, and uh, so she had a little bit of experience on Nina. Um, the question on Nina was, can she handle the bright lights for mm-hmm. her first fight? The first two rounds, um, she was definitely down, and Shannon was just taking it to her pretty much 
beating her in most most areas. Mm. And then, mm. I don't know what Ike said. We want to know what... <laughs> we want to talk to Ike and say, what the hell did you say at the end of the, the bell on uh, of round two to change Nina? Because she just turned into an absolute monster. Mm. And with the hooks. Oh. Do you remember the hooks? We just, mm. just saw a few right. before, yeah. but she just had her head rocking from one side to the other. Um, and, you know, she was just... It, just about everything she was landing. And then you were saying before, Matt, you know, she was just like... Almost had her knocked out, yeah. basically, in that yeah. third round. And then you're like, just one more is needed. And you're like, I don't know if I've got it in yeah. her arms. You know, she, she gave so much. She so did. It was really a, amazing fight. Yeah, it was a back and forth. And, um, yeah, it was like a four-punch combination that sort of <laughs> you know, left and right, left and right, all landed. It's like, one more would do it. And she's like, <sighs> <laughs> I need to take a breath. <sighs> So yeah. yeah, shout out to both girls. We put up a really uh, excellent. There was no losers in that fight. No, that no that no was losers. incredible. Exactly for your first fight, um, I, I think what she needed, she needed the confidence, and she got yes. that. Yes, and that, if that's what you can take out of that fight, geez, mm. if you're going to fight the next three rounds in your second fight, like you did that third round, wow, oh, you're yeah. going to be a real good fighter. Absolutely. Um, I think she just conned on to, geez, the hooks are landing, and she started throwing them around the gloves. Yep. So, you know, yeah. Shannon had her hands up, and they're just coming right right behind them, and uh, that's uh, what won her that third round for Absolutely. sure. Yeah. And, and very intimidating for, for a fighter on debut to be walking out in front of the grandstands and the big crowd and the mm. big stage. It's, uh, it's a little bit different to a back room or an RSL somewhere. She... Uh, Made, made debut in 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 front of uh, in front of the bright lights and the, and the cameras. It's, al- um, it's almost a smart strategy to uh, to play defensive in that in that situation for that first round. You know, it's like okay, just just get your bearings. You know, feel this out. Like you've never been here before. You don't know what what the deal is. Uh, so you know, playing it smart. But maybe midway through the second was when it needed to be like, okay, this is the time you got us to turn yeah. it around. Well, she's a black belt in Taekwondo, Nina, and mm. so I think those first two rounds, you would have seen her use a lot of teep kicks, a lot of leg kicks, tried body kick quite a few times, yeah, yeah. not so much hands, mm. um, and then the third round it was all hands. All hands. You know, so yeah. which, which was the winning combination for yeah. her. Very mm. close. Good performance. Good, so yeah, good debut. Congratulations, Shannon Ross, on the decision victory on that one. Um, mm. Got it two to one. Next fight, of course, that we're watching is um, Boaz Walker versus uh, Rahula Karabar. Probably mm. said that wrong because it's no, no, no. Quarabah. This, this was another Quarabah. good fight, um, and Quarabah. yeah, it sort of went all over the all over the cage in terms of like they were they were striking. They were as you can see here on our highlights, they were on the ground for a, a yeah. bit as well. Um, a lot of heavy strikes landed from uh, from Walker uh, that rocked. Um, how do you say the, the same? Karabah. Karabah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go with that. So he really got sort of hammered a couple of times. That that is sort of the thing that. That one walk of that fight. A lot it's of a tough, exciting young Afghan fighters mm. making their way into the cage. You mm. just noticed that over the last few shows. Yeah. Uh, and and a, a very distinctive style. They're there to entertain as much as anything. They're not. Yeah. They, they give it their absolute all once they're in there. Yeah. Shout out to Sadiq, the Afghan Asifi, who who Hope. wasn't on, who was meant to be on the card, mm. but about a week before uh, he'd fallen over and he severely injured his back. Mm. So apparently he was in a bit of pain. He was there on the day, but had to pull out of the fight. So shout out to the Afghan. We were really looking forward to seeing Sadiq fight. Uh, but instead, we've got Bo- Boaz Walker and uh, Rahula. Um, Boaz is the opposite in personality to Rahula, and I thought it came out in the fight. Um, Rahula, Rahula was very quiet, very, you know, um, uh, stoic, passive demeanour. <laughs> what did you say? Stoic? stoic. Yeah, very stoic. Um, and, and he was just, you know, 
a straight mm. puncher, yeah, very yeah, technical. Yeah. Whereas uh, Boaz is an absolute clown. Mm. He's an absolute clown. Inside the gym, everything he says is just hilarious. <laughs> he was like dry humping my leg out in the back room <laughs> before he came out. No joke. He's is that like, unusual? He's like, have I shown you my new move? And he's like doing all this. <laughs> 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 he's just an absolute animal. Um, so God, you just tap out though. Hilarious. And, <laughs> and he showed the diversity. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, keep going. Stop that. <laughs> so he was funny. Like, he showed a lot of diversity in that fight. Um, and... Um, I think, yeah, I think he probably dominated on the ground uh, with some ground and pound, as yeah. you're saying, Matt, uh, yeah. to win the fight uh, in the end. So uh, I think, did he get, did he get, was it a decision or did it? Was that the one where, I mean, yeah, this is, I haven't seen them since we watched it on the night, but there was one when was the guy with, with the hammer fist knockouts, was that that No, fight? that no. was the next one. Oh, okay. That was I the think Rainbow that was a decision snake. then, that must have been a decision. Yeah, that was... Uh, Matt the Rainbow yeah. Snake. Uh, I'll try yeah, that was see. incredible. Yeah, Matthew Clark, that one was. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here he is, yeah. the Rainbow Snake. Matty Clark from uh, from Element. Yeah, it's great. So we're just skipping through our highlights here. The people that aren't watching at home or listening, we're, <laughs> we're, fi- we're finding our <laughs> at, highlights for At the Wayans, I said to Matthew, I said, um, what's your... He had his coach there. I said, "What have you got a, a nickname for your, your fight, fighter at all? He goes, um, <laughs> Matty comes in, he goes, BBC. <laughs> yeah, I thought exactly what you said. You're laughing at. I'm like, I don't the, know if we can British use that. <laughs> British broadcasting. Said, nah, call him the Rainbow Snake. So I think I think he's like part Aboriginal. Um, and uh, yeah, he was fighting a, a you know young, a mean looking dude uh, from AT and T. Um, oh, sorry. <coughs> We're talking about Alex Matheson is Alex the Rainbow Snake, not Matthew Clark. Matthew Clark's the guy on screen at the moment from ATT, so come all the way down from Sydney. He started off really, really, really big, big punches, and I think he had mm-hmm. uh, had him rocked, eh? Oh, he did. Had, had Matheson rocked. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly woke him up and thought, geez, I'm in a fight here. And, yep. and, you know, these big boys, heavyweights, you know, it doesn't <sighs> take a lot. And for about 20 sec- seconds worth of action, you can get a lot, lot of damage done if you're a heavyweight. Yep. And then... He had Matheson against the cage and he almost shot in, but Matheson sort of reversed it and just used his big, big frame to just to, to weigh down the pressure and he ended up on top. And that's where, you know, he sort of got that 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 back kind of mount and started laying those hammer fists oh. like you're talking. Yeah, he's a crack. Heart. Yeah. When you're so close to the yeah. cage, like, you, you know, like when you watch it on the screen, it's like, oh, yeah, they're really hard. Jeez, you get close to that cage and you can hear the thwack, that thwack, was, That was thwack. incredible. The first one, you know, was like he's stunned and then the second one, which is half a second later, yeah. you know, he's like, yeah. he's unconscious and then four more landed after that. It was yeah. just like, it was that quick. It was like, bang, 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 bang. He started with the, tri- the, the, the flying yes. knee. He tried the... Uh, uh, the Verbrisio Ver- Ver- Verdun yeah, style. Yeah, there you go. So look, Jaden starts early, gets him down, look, big right hand uppercuts there. Mm-hmm. Big guys, big movements in this cage, and they're both throwing everything they got into every he, shot here. He's, look, he reverses this position, and it's all done. He's too strong a grappler. Mm. Too mm. strong a, glap, a grappler. Mm. It's almost a surprise when One, two, your opponent three, starts four, so five. quickly like that. Yeah. Uh, where are these hammer fists coming? We're, we're excited to see this again, because I haven't seen it since they actually happened live. The Rainbow Snake. <laughs> Matheson. Another hammer fist and another one. Doesn't let him get up from here. 
Yeah. Oh, he just takes him down straight away again. To, reverses him around. Boom. Nice. Gets full mount. And we knew he was going to be a good grappler, but geez, the power in some of these punches. Mm. Ref's looking pretty closely, and it's Ooh. done. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, great win there. Absolutely. Yeah. This one for the showreel. <laughs> no one can see what we're watching, though, can they? No, but that's okay. We, we're we're <laughs> painting <laughs> we a picture. <laughs> we might flash some up for you later. <laughs> right, okay. so I can we'll work these highlights <laughs> in after. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right. Four, four, four days of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt doesn't sleep. It's okay. <laughs> I literally haven't slept. People do think we're joking. Yeah, I'm uh, not. Uh, yeah. He's, not, he's not a big sleeper. Yeah, he doesn't no. sleep. Like, and when we say that, it's not like, like he, he, he has patchy sleep at night. No, he just doesn't sleep. So. I, I work so, all night. <laughs> yeah. I walk, walk, what do you do during the day? Uh, I, I work keep, all I day keep working. <laughs> I keep working. Yeah, for those who are watching, and, and we call Matt Hollywood Connolly, I only realised, because <laughs> he told me, that the reason, you know, what, where did he get his nickname from? Where did you get your nickname from, yeah, man? I, I gave it, it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> He's an yeah. actor. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and what an actor. And, and an this, amazing actor. And this was exposed on a podcast whilst he's on with another guy whose nickname is Hollywood. <laughs> And they asked, uh, who, who was it? Don, really? Don Hollywood Underwood. Don Hollywood Underwood. And they said, oh, how'd you get your nickname? And Don had some illustrious story about, <laughs> you know, uh, well, I did this and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they said, oh, so Matt, how did you get your nickname? He goes, I made it up. <laughs> I gave it to myself. Can't make up your and, own nickname. No, I made up all the nicknames for everyone in the he club. He makes all the nicknames. So I was like, what, what, and... Somebody was trying to push the Marshall for me. I was like, no, because it was the COVID, COVID Marshall. I'm like, that, I don't want that. I don't all. want to be that guy. Hollywood's so, better. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I like that. I'm going with that. And then I, I picked that. And then I went to arm wrestling training. And uh, Tim, one of our guys, who's a. Uh, Tim Graham. Tim Graham, the yeah. Viking. The Viking. The Viking. Yes. Yeah. And I said, um, I've gone with uh, Hollywood. And <laughs> I've, got, I've gone with Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> a mate gave it to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah somebody, you know. Yeah. Just say. Uh, but. Uh, he goes, you can't use that. Um, he goes, Don Underwood uses that. And I was like... I'm never going to meet him. I was like, I, oh, I, who's Don Underwood? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who he was back then. Um, this is a couple of years ago. And uh, I was like, ah, there could be two Hollywoods that we find. And yeah, <laughs> I'll never meet this guy. And then slash two, I'm on a podcast with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> there can be only Damn. one Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was it was a great little moment. So, And every time I'm on a show with uh, the Aussie arm wrestler, Jake Ward, who's uh, big in the arm wrestling world, he always says, we need to get you a new nickname every time. And oh, then yeah. he'll start a poll, what nickname. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only knew you as Hollywood, so I don't uh, know any difference. Oh, good, so, oh, good, it sits good. well with me. It's, yeah. it's Hollywood for sure. Better than uh, yeah. uh, Matthew Condomily, which I had at home. <laughs> <laughs> Co-breather of air. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was Matthew Colonnades, Matthew uh, Cauliflower. Cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> but my favourite was Condomily. Condomily. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we might we might see that resurrected. <laughs> uh, but yes, acting. Yes, excellent. It, yeah, I'm acting right he's now. He's an actor. Um, yeah, this is done. Really uh, it's quite a few little. Yeah, Holly, Hollywood <laughs> Matt Connolly is a character. Yeah, yeah that's right. he's mostly the bad guy in movies. I'm the bad yeah, guy yeah, in the movie the we're doing at the moment. Yeah, are uh, you? Yeah, uh, it's a horror, and I'm I've been murdering many people. Oh, good. Yeah, in lots of creative ways, which right is down your a lot of fun. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I, What's your favorite way uh, of murdering? Well. 
let me list some of the ways that we've had. <laughs> let this. me tell you some of the ways. <laughs> we, well, last one I did, uh, I strangled a girl <laughs> to death with a garbage bag over the face. Which, oh, yes. which you, there's a very fine line between pretending to, <laughs> to strangle someone to death with the garbage <laughs> bag and actually strangle. It was like, there's no way to fake this. Like, so you, you, killed, you killed that no, girl? No, like, oh. she tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the film. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, dedication to the craft. But, yeah. you know. What's that method of acting? <laughs> method of yeah. method <laughs> acting. Method <laughs> acting. Well, no, but you can't fake, like, putting a bag over someone's face and, like, pretending to choke them. So shitting herself. No, it was great. <laughs> from my end, <laughs> from my side. That's what all no, the murderers say. Oh yeah, no, it's great. Uh, Went well. Well, we yeah. had to do that scene like fifteen times or something. So yeah. wow, yeah. And yeah, they're like, no, it needs to be tighter over the face. Like, <laughs> so the first time he does it really nicely. Like, there you go, yeah, dear. Gently. Can you breathe in there? Yeah. <laughs> and on the fifteenth one, you're it's like, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> she actually turned out the last one. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, really, really. <laughs> she did. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a safe word? No, just, no, just, just tap, tap that leg and stop. Tap, tap it out. Yeah, yeah. But wow. that's that's one. <laughs> but there was a lot of murdering and and blood and mayhem. Um, yeah, yeah something's going yeah. on. Uh, listen to this. Oh, listen to the legend. Uh, Here we go. Let's we'll pick that up on Dave. He's uh, introducing the fight here. Been tricky, could have been tricky, but we got there. Peliaris. What, what's been the most difficult one that you've had to do, Dave? Uh, <laughs> sound pretty pumped there, don't I? Um, <laughs> oh, you do sound pumped. Your energy levels are I hate the boring room. commentary, like you know. Oh, and what a great fight we've got here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, we've what, got what the, a knockout that the was. The Greek warrior <laughs> versus <laughs> his leg has completely fallen off. Yeah. Uh, so the most intimidating uh, name to, to call and get potentially wrong was uh, at the AWE event. So it was oh. Marta Uringi, uh, Heta Morris. Yeah, that, yes, that you did well. And yeah. um, no, I reckon I said it about five I think different ways. Many versions. <laughs> many <of> versions. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> it's, it's like saying another language, though. Like, like it's, That's a hard name. And, it, and yeah. it, you know, he says it really well. Ryan Bowen says it really well. Yes, he he, does. He, he, it's like he's. he's Spent time. He does. Spent time on it. Perfect. He, he can say a lot of the European names, and it's like looking at half the alphabet for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How are you getting the name out of that? It wasn't just a hard name to, to say, but because the guy's 165 kilos with a massive tattoo over his face. And standing next to you. The Greek warrior. <laughs> I gave him that name like the day before. You, you, that was one of yours? Yeah. Yeah, they're all mine. Love it. <laughs> they're, they're, all, they're pretty all much. They're all mine. Yeah. Ike said to me later, he goes, you've got to stop giving bloody people nicknames. I'm like, why? He goes, because it has to happen like naturally. I'm like... It is. Yeah, yeah. I said, do you like this one? He goes, coming for the honey. He goes, that's great. I go, thank you very yeah, much. Uh, you, eh? Yeah. I did videotape that moment. We do have that. Yeah. To, just, in, just in case he does become world champ one day. They did have a lot of growth. You, you were right there, Rich. A lot of growth. 
Oh, Rich, you don't have your headphones on. Sorry? You don't have your headphones on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> headphones on. We'll have to start again. Oh, that's better. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. I can hear you now. Mm. Here we go. So this is Leo Gal coming out of Element versus uh, Yanni Palyaris. Really good fight, this one. I think it was um, one of our uh, Chinese kickboxing fights uh, for the night. Sanshu? Yeah, How do you Sanshu. think Sanshu's going in the cage? Good, man. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I think it works really well. Good addition. And, and people, well, I suppose most people in the crowd have no idea that no it's Sanshu no. or anything like that. Um, strange, it's a little, little strange rule set, this one, because um, there was a lot of takedowns that led to nowhere. <laughs> it was like takedown and then, okay, stand back up again. Takedown right. to, to arrest us. And most of them were from Leo. Yes. Yeah, Leo, um, I think Leo in the end was just using it as an opportunity to have a bit of a break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he was dominating his fight. The takedowns Standing were, were very man. solid and they looked great. Uh, he's definitely got some wrestling background there. But it was almost like, from an audience perspective, okay, you've taken him down, awesome. And then it's like, okay, get back up again. It's like, mm. oh. Mm. Um, the great thing why? about Leo Gal is I believe it was Element Fight Night. He was the one who came out to Sweet Caroline. Ah, so somebody else did that on did on that night. Somebody had a very similar song to that. No, was no, it Sweet Caroline? Was it, was it, Leo it was Leo. Gale. Gale. It was Leo. Oh, was at it? Element Fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there, there is yeah. another fight. I can't believe you didn't do it again. Somebody did a uh, similar maybe? song. Are you sure? No, it was on DFC. No, no, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. wasn't that one. It was. <laughs> what, Sweet no, Caroline. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't Sweet Caroline. But it, it was, was a similar style. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, like a bit build, of a sing song. Up, build her up, Buttercup or something. Yeah. There you go. No, and and look, <laughs> these, these takedowns from Leo are just taking all of the energy and the gas out of, uh, out of uh, uh, Palyaris. Leo, Leo he's, a, he's got a big future. Big future. Yeah, interesting fight, that one. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, one, one little uh, word of note about uh, Leo Gal and his market abilities. So... Uh, whenever you, you in in the lead up to the fight, the fighters have their their, their fight photos taken. They're standing there, and and uh, Leo, most of them are topless, for instance. And uh, Leo's photo was one of the most viewed. Oh, really? um, so whenever we posted him as a, as a story, and just he, he he was a very very popular young man. Yeah, uh, Leo Gal. So a very 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 marketable young man, one would imagine. So. Uh, and, and a great performance at the Element Fight Night, and, he, and he's followed through once again, and uh, and and not disappointed on this occasion. I'm sure we'll see him back in the DFC cage in the not too distant future. Maybe uh, not under Sanchu rules, but maybe even under uh, MMA rules. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's from an MMA club in Element, and you know you can see in this that he loves a takedown. He just shot to it every time he, he challenged Yanni into he lured him into a striking fight, and then as soon as Yanni started throwing back, mm. he copped a really nice head kick, Leo Cal, from Paul Yaris in the mm. first round. Um, but yeah, he lured him in to just, just to take the double the double leg. And, and that that audio from the TV might cause problems on the, on the recording. The double, the, the double audio? Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I just wanted it. to point out Joseph Abella there, just looking just great on these dreadlocks, and looking spe- spectacular. Just o- just off of Where off of camera at the moment, I think he was standing right next to the cage. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Just, he, he just recently became a dad, so uh, I yeah, met Joseph. I met Joseph in a sauna actually. So uh, that's all the places to. This can yeah. go weird now, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only for Joseph. 
Here we uh, go. Here's the announcement. If, if you want, I'll um, I'll put the footage up in the edit. I think playing it in the background is going to cause problems. It's causing problems. Okay. Well, there you go. We'll, we'll just turn. Like, that I mean, down. the the video is fine, but just the video is fine. Yeah, it's going to because it's going through four microphones. I, I just thought that was like better than stereo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's one for each ear. <laughs> so yeah, they're very very good fight and Sanshi fights filling out a lot of cards. I've noticed uh, in the MMA world where uh, it can sometimes be a difficulty to uh, or you have fights fall over. Sanshi's really really come to the rescue and meant that we can plug the gaps on these cards and uh, give opportunities for young fighters to step on step onto the big stage. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this next fight coming up, uh, Aziz in for the kill for Till. That's a great nickname. <laughs> this is a really good this nickname. This was an incredible moment. And, and for me as a, as a fan and sitting where I was. Dude, we could have caught the oh head God. as he fell, right? So we, so we right saw in what front happened. of us. So we, so we did see Isaac Richards a, a spectacular knockout in this fight. Um, I, did you, did you yeah. see this one? Here there it is. That, and then, so that, there and we then go. right there, he's fallen right in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> right there. The, 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 <laughs> we always the feel con- like you could you throw your poke arm him, out and poke him in the back. Catch the head <laughs> as he went down. And know. Isaac Richards has had, a, uh, has had an interesting journey uh, in his sporting career, having been a, a goalkeeper for Adelaide United and uh, made his way over to, uh, to MMA. And uh, he's had some ups and downs, but uh, Saturday... <sighs> Saturday night just gone. That that was his that was his night. Um, so uh, he's certainly starting to feature among the uh, top echelon of of fighters in the division now. And he's uh, scary, isn't he? You wouldn't you know you, you get matched up against him. You probably get. Uh, is there anybody mm. else? Um, yeah, because yeah. he's explosive, isn't he? Mm. Right. Look at the accuracy. There we that. go. That that left perfectly. Right. You couldn't have placed that. that the better. head kick, the slap off that oh head kick, God, Matt. So like, loud. Yeah, mm. I thought he was out from the head kick. Yeah. And and he fell against the cage only to receive a perfectly placed hundred percent power punch hook to the jaw, which <laughs> spun his head, and he's dropped completely yeah. unconscious right yeah. in front of us. So there there were a few fights that were cut short due to knockout. On uh, I mean, it was interesting because you don't 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 see that often yeah. where you get so many uh, of the fights that are finished. Yeah, no judges required. Thank you. Yeah, they could have had the night off. Um, and, you know, still maintains the record for Isaac Richards of never getting through the first round. Ah. I don't think... <laughs> oh, oh. One way or the other. <laughs> that new startled okay? me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but that's a strong scotch. That's one of the strongest that I've... I went to, to sip it and I was like, God, it's got me already. <laughs> I, I think any scotch that you can't uh, pronounce when you are sober, mm. I, I think is, I mean, it's 16 years... 16 years old. Oh. That's something. That's yeah. way... So, uh, what, what is the name of that? Oh, uh, it's um, Matawaringi. Matawaringi, Matawaringi, Absolutely unbelievable. Lagwalin, Lagwalin, Lagwalin. Whatever you say, I'm going Lugwalin. with. I'm going to go with Lugwalin. That's the one it was. These and wise are often interchangeable. Let's, let's consider it. <laughs> and then we had a little hip-hop contest. That was interesting. What did you think of that, Rich? I think interesting is a good word for mm. it. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. next I time. I thought the format if they need, If they do need, 
Oh, you're in. Oh, yeah. My name is Dave, and I live on the north side. Mm. <laughs> um, I thought. I thought, uh, I suppose my expectation was that they were going to do a battle, like <coughs> Eminem style. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. And then mm. they did their... Just sit, a performance. Like, performance. And then, like, I saw... I want to talk to you. Mm. I want to talk to you, Mr. Stockbridge, mm. about... Because I saw you explode <laughs> in the uh, in the cage when they were trying to figure out for, like, 45 minutes who was the winner. <laughs> 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 and Stockbridge just put his mic to the side and yelled something to the side, like... Hurry up and fucking get off, you bastards! I don't know what he said, but I, I know he said something. Oh no, no, no! They, 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 well, there was a little, little something said, um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I think um, uh, well, there, there was it was prearranged how how that would go down, and uh, and I think uh, what it was they were uh, the, the originally they were looking for me to call who the winner was. Uh. It was. It was a crowdometer, so yeah, they, they did the, the crowdometer, and and it was it was quite obvious that by way of clapping, by way mm. yeah, by way of rock. Uh, there would be a, dis- a determination, which I think is a little bit more accurate than what PFL. Six claps equals one point. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Um, so uh, we, we got out there and, uh, and and we called a winner, but uh, it didn't seem like the message message you got through, and that that can sometimes be. Uh, that can just sometimes be oh. bright lights in so the big So you moment. called the winner. Mm. This, but this is what the, the problem. And the message didn't get through, and that's what you were uh, upset with. What, what format uh, are we going with yeah. here? Because uh, they wanted to do a crowd response uh, for like uh, these are the first two guys. Mm. Let's get crowd response for each one of them. Yeah, and then whoever wins that goes against the winner of these two who get crowd response. Oh, is that what was going And then going they wanted on? to do like a final crowd response thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, but nobody so knew what the hell like was going 53 on. 53 crowd responses. And, and yeah. people weren't interested to people start with because <laughs> they were there they were to there see for the fights. fights. So like, get these fucking and idiots off. And then it was off, like, so oh, we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll humour you to, you know, yeah, you know, great, yeah. awesome. And then it's like, we want you to cheer. And it's like, okay, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I think the only entertainment we need after a fight is Stockbridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I think, you know, it, it, as part of the Apex Sport Fest, it is a, it is a, um, it's a festival for the senses, isn't it? So, uh, and, and there is a, there, it's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of entertainment going on. Perfume battle. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> maybe next year. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it, it was one of, one of those things that uh, there was a little bit of trial and error on the night to see if there could be a little bit more life brought to the event and a little little bit more interest and mm. and a bit and and you know the the guys did a great job i think sammy sammy was the the chap that was that was running that mm. and and did a uh, did a did a fantastic job it's just at the end we weren't too sure who was winning and losing or mm. what exactly the judging criteria so it was basically the pfl of of, of, of mc <laughs> battles at a the big end break between songs as well so by the time they had done the fourth one and asking you know yeah. and they introduced the first one i'm like i can't remember who was the best yeah, that's like, true, Oh, mm. like he's got the good, best you know? shirt, you know. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Just get off. Yeah. I, was, I was really happy with this. This call. This, this just if we can just be. Oh, here we I go. would have liked. Are we going to listen to the man? I no, wouldn't no, have liked the like uh, on the microphone. Oh, no, I no. Not, I don't like it's it. Okay. It's just that it will when I you'll see when I go to play it back. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear myself in <laughs> stereo again because I, I can play it properly and have it edited in. You can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, if you want to do it this way and then put your mic towards the TV because then it'll pick it up. Oh. Otherwise, I'm getting like four echoes of it. There you go. I've done that and I've 
actually heard other people saying it back to me. Oh, nice. Yeah. I yeah. love how he does and it. I, and yeah. this is what you've come to see. Yeah, yeah. The DFC. And, and, uh, We're here for and the hip hop. And it wasn't. <laughs> 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 Fuck that shit. And, and it wasn't, I wasn't sure if that was just you behind me saying it or whether it was actually people. Oh, no, I think everyone was. That's cool, Dave. That, that was a good one. That was a good intro. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's really can't good. get better than that. <laughs> I'm serious. That's amazing. Yeah. And and all across our arm wrestling entertainment, the AWE comments across everything. The MC was amazing. Really made the show. And you did. You did an incredible job. And yeah. you did an incredible job here as well. Yeah. No, well, that's very nice of you. So different jacket. Sure it was. A, it was a different jacket. I did. I, I changed up the suits. Well, it, you think some people would think it'd be. An, it looks easy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It looks easy, but it's it's incredibly difficult. You got to read the crowd. It's one in a million people. You who can't can be do that. too excited for the low ones when there's not as many people because it's like you have nothing to hype up for the big event. Yeah, it's uh, it's a very much a, a skill, and it's not like you can go in and practice. <laughs> no, do you practice? Uh, the names I'll I'll practice. Like I'll, I'll try and make sure I get the pronunciation right as much as I can. Where did you come up with the the line? This is what you've come to see, the DFC. Where'd you come up with that one? Well, I, I, I kind of just made it up. Um, <laughs> and, it, and, and that was because uh, whatever it was, it had to rhyme with C, DFC. So uh, I, I just wanted something where it was, it was, you know, it was the DFC thing, it was my thing, and it was different to whatever it is that might be otherwise said in the middle of a cage or a ring anywhere else and uh, and as has been pointed out to me since uh, you know all, all, all the promotions ends in C so you're good now Dave <laughs> like you've yeah. got it covered yeah. um, but, but I also like this line that you do mm. I'll see if I can say it without okay. stuffing it up no stuff it up when, it's when even we, better when he talks about <laughs> yeah <I'll stop. laughs> correct me yeah, how it goes he talks about um, you know people who you know sponsors and stuff and he goes support what did he say <laughs> support the the companies that support the sports that you love. Yeah, that's true. Is that uh, what you say? Something along those lines. No, yeah. Say what you really say. Say what you really say. No, no, no. That's pretty much. It's pretty it. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so support, support the yeah, support those that support the sport you love. Something along those lines. Love so the one you're with. I think. Another, another. Oh, sorry. And Xpeed and American Motors were big supporters of this event, and and just as Roll Clean and Lamborghini. Mm. Um, and the reason I'm plugging Lamy Largo a little bit more this time, Hollywood Matt Connolly, is mm. because uh, uh, our friends at Lamy Largo, after this particular event, uh, said, you know what, uh, next uh, next event you need a new jacket. And, uh, oh, really? We've got a design in mind and uh, it's going to be bespoken just uh, for you. And it uh, so for, uh, for anybody who happens to attend uh, DFC... 17? Mm. Yes. 17, 17 yeah. at the Adelaide Oval on the 3rd of June. You, you will see the big reveal. So Ooh. you're going to see a whole lot of gold, satin and velvet lapels. Ah. Double-breasted and something very, very special. So uh, Gold? He's getting you. a gold jacket. The gold. The gold. He's moved so, up. Uh, he's, yeah. he's been given the gold jacket. <laughs> oh, <I like laughs> so thank you very much, Milap and uh, Jason and the team there at Lemmy Lago. Yeah, all awesome. Uh, 
we'll uh, look forward to revealing that to the world in uh, just a couple of months' time. Yeah, well, well deserved. Another uh, Eagle MMA fighter here. Um, they didn't lose it all on the night, no, did they? They and did incredible. Yeah. Sam Dejoki is is uh, has some mixed success, but what I really like about Sam is that he, he comes back every time, and uh, uh, it doesn't matter if it's kickboxing or uh, MMA. He uh, Absolutely gives gives it his all. He did yeah. put me off a little bit though. He did have a haircut. Ooh. It seems I like the, the Viking the look, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm not sure if he'll grow the locks back in uh, in expectation of regaining some some additional strength. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, a secret. It's, yeah. it's a Herculean but, recipe there. The but uh, yeah. you know, even even on, on this occasion, it was a relatively uh, a quick uh, quick fight. This one from yeah. memory as well, but. Uh, you know, Sam, Sam looked in it until he wasn't. and uh, Patterson looked so relaxed the whole way through this and the walkout and through every moment of this fight, he just looked very calm, very controlled, measured and, uh, yeah, he worked in his favour. He, uh, he came away with a big knockout. Yeah, look, just grappling strong, wrestling heavy. Uh, Njelki, I thought he did well. I think he tried <sighs> to sort of... I think his last fight was against Louis, was it? It may, may have been Louis Passon at the Apex Sport Fest um, and, and last so, year. So mm. I suppose he wanted to prove that, hey, I'm not... You know, he got knocked out in 13 seconds and um, that was an incredible fight. So he wanted to spend some this time is there, the, I'm sure. This is the hammer fist knockout, I think. Did. Is this the one? I reckon it is. Let's see, let's see. Because... Uh, I oh yes, it is. Arm free, it is, and this then he's going to get like seven hammer fists, like that are incredibly right hard. On the nose. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Just postures up. The first one down. stuns. He looking, and then he, here it his is. His left hand is holding his jaw yes. to the and, on uh, the floor, and, and then the right hand just bang, bang, yeah, bang. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he's it's done crazy he's how that doesn't seem as loud or as violent on the replay as what it was um, in person. Those people don't you, know, do they? Don't know. And for for those that might be watching this podcast, you might just see. Oh, you, you see, there's Joseph. Look at him. Look at him. That beautiful beard. There's uh, Matt <laughs> from Element just there in the background, just lurking in the background, giving sage words of advice. But right behind where those two fighters are right now, you're going to see Hollywood Matt Connolly. Is that your <laughs> bicep right there? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. He's no. made a cameo there. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's just the right forearm, but uh, yeah, right, right there. Doctors did so a great job on the night too. That's the other thing uh, I was just going to say as well, in regards to your point that he always turns up, Najilki. Um, man, man, a lot of fighters don't turn up. Mm. You mm. know, we, we don't mention their names, of course. They don't get on the card. But, mm. you know, I think we started off with 16, 17 fights for this card. Mm. And, um, you know, we, yeah. we would have started with a lot more that d- didn't even make the 16. It was um, uh, 16 so and many disappointing. four MR- MRIs came back um, with further testing needed, which scratched what M- uh, Ike had said. He's never had that happen before. I think he said he's only in the history of DFC had one M- MRI come back Man. in all the previous events. He and this he had terrible. four in one go. This promotion had everything against it on this particular night. There was five, five other MMA pro- promotions mm. also on the 26th of February. 25th? 26th. 25th. 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 Um, I think one was, uh, of course... Um, uh, was it Hex? Uh, no, it wasn't. It was um, Demolition, which was the night before. Um, and you see these two amazing referees here. Um, 
who were actually over in Melbourne uh, refereeing the night before at, at, at um, Demolition Fight Series and then flew over. And, and, of course, we were very lucky enough to have the best refs in Australia, of mm. course, in Greg Kleinjohns. And, uh, it was a crazy weekend for sport because we had the same thing with arm wrestling. So we, we had announced yes. the 25th as our date for the arm wrestling entertainment, AWE f- inaugural event. And <laughs> like two weeks later, uh, one of the other big promotions in the world announced, oh, 25th of Feb, that's when we're going to bring put our event on. It's like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so four MMA, was it four or five MMA events five, on the same night? Six so, MMA events in the whole of Australia. Wow. As well as um, probably about four or five Muay Thai uh, cards on within the week. Um, and then, of course, Boxing SA, we normally have a boxing ring as well uh, at, mm. at uh, Apex Sport Fest. We've mm. had 20 great boxing fights as well. Mm. Boxing SA thought they'd do um, us a huge favour in uh, doing their own event on the same night <laughs> as well. Um, after, we'd, you know, after, obviously, we put out the date and everything, and I don't know what the politics or what the story or the egos were, were going on there, but it was really disappointing. This is um, mine. We could have just come and done it at the Apex. Yeah, work together. Like yeah, yeah, well, I mean, and I guess the, the whole um, ethic behind Apex is to provide a platform for sports that aren't necessarily commercially breaking through at this stage, like yeah. BJJ and uh, Sambo and, and uh, you know, boxing for Take as long as it's been to that around. BJJ comment, do you? Yeah, well, I mean... Well, you've mastered the art, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as an expert, you would be offended. The doyen of BJJ. Yeah. So... Have a drink. So, and the reason I've just paused on uh, this particular mm. fight um, as, as we've been chatting away is because there, there was a real back and forth here between Harry Hall and uh, uh, and uh, Sean the Irish Curran and and we just uh, right on screen right now is Sean Curran being counted out uh, and uh, and and now uh, I mean this was uh, quite an eventful fight for for but. But these guys had a great chemistry in the I cage. Forgot he got didn't the, they? He got the count. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. So Is this the same thing. No, this was this was under MMA rules from memory. Uh, K one, I think. K one rules. Oh, yeah. that's why he got the yeah, count. K1. Okay. Yeah, K one. Um, Sorry, yeah. I was excited to see this fight. We've seen both fighters just do so, oh, so oh, much. Oh. Just absolute the, gangsters. The one, two, three, four, five, and and they all landed. Yeah, yeah. great win there. Yeah, he really wanted it to because yeah. it was and that was just the end of the round. By oh the way, yeah, that's not the end. That wasn't yeah. that wasn't a stoppage. That was no. a. Yeah. Did we have a decision for this one? No, no it wasn't a finish. KO. That's KO. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, a gritty back and forth. Like both guys gave it everything, and yeah. were having fun. Like yeah. they were having fun. Like they, 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 they both ate punches oh, and, and loved that. every second of it. You know the the back and forth and the. And the great camaraderie of the, uh, these two athletes afterwards as well is, uh, is, is just uh, something that reminds you as to exactly why uh, martial arts is such, a, such yeah. a fantastic sport to be around. Yeah. Um, is it like that at the elite levels of BJJ, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's a totally different game altogether. You know, there's a lot of... Um, and, and you can just see, this is just before, I think, the last round of this particular fight. It might have been the second round. His expert opinion, but <laughs> sorry, he's so rude and disrespectful. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but both, both athletes are hyping the crowd at the same time as, uh, oh, as yeah. they're touching gloves and uh, yeah. and and relishing the moment. A um, little bit of showmanship hmm. uh, by the exciting. Irish. Very exciting fighters, both of them, aren't they? Harry and uh, the Irish. This was a great fight to put on. I mean, both guys. Seems around the same sort of skill level, and uh, and they're both going for that. it. I mean, yeah, both 
that, 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 was, that was everything. Harry's. That was Harry's comeback. There, there was a. There we go. Look, look at there this. There we go. That's just amazing. <laughs> bang, bang. It's right there. Oh. Wow. Yeah. It was wow. Like they both agreed for that five seconds. Okay. Fuck this. We're going. We're going, going at nuts. it. We're just going to stand here in a phone box and we're going to go. And, and Harry's. And things. one went down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they both look. It, I mean, this is the lead up. One, yeah. two, to the body. Catches him I mean, on Harry the chin. was uh, landing here, which is almost oh, caught, caught him on the chin. His detriment he missed that, that big hook and there. A, and now that's a right hook. Hook. <laughs> Oh, Harry. Oh, yeah. Just lightning, Harry. And the doctor. Oh, this intervened. this was this was incredible. This moment. I, I don't know if you, if you saw this, Dave. So Harry's been basically oh, completely flatlined. <laughs> no, if you saw the, the, this, and, and yep. he's he's been. Knocked out like he got shot by a sniper. Like he's dropped like yep. a sack of potatoes. He was he's on the ground, out, out, out for I don't know twenty seconds or something. And, and then, then they've gone up, and the referee is considering <laughs> continuing <laughs> the match. And I was like, "He's out. He was out. You can't continue this match. This is this is insanity." You, like, you, maybe he was enjoying it too much. He's like, "Can we have more? Can we I give you thirty seconds that, and let's go that again?" Would have been one but of you the can see Harry. Harry was trying to shore himself up, and I reckon another ten seconds, he might have he might have conned both the doctor it, and oh the ref. God, if they did yeah. that, that, that literally would have been one of the worst referee moments I would have ever Un- seen. Unless Harry would have won, in which case, legend. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a fight. Oh, Matt with his rules. Um, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fighter safety. Uh, I can't believe it. A, I, I, I was like, they're, they're, counting, they're counting him. He got knocked out. Yeah. yeah. I, I reckon a rematch for that, those two uh, oh, is on the cards, and surely. And that's exactly what we've been talking about on Facebook. Absolutely. Oh, it's been back Let's and forth. Let's do it already, again, boys. Let's do it again. Yeah, that's a uh, that absolutely you has could to watch that fight every weekend and not get tired of it. <laughs> those, those, those two young fighters uh, were almost worth the uh, the price of admission yeah, themselves. Yeah, uh, they're both excitement machines. Harry Horsell has got a got a um, spectacular future ahead of him. Uh, he was uh, he was in the Muay Thai ring for the first uh, three well, three. Yeah, apexes for the, for the yeah. For um, yeah, he's, he's three and nil, and he, I think he's only ever fought under apex Diamondback. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and obviously not lost, and uh, I think most have just gone exactly. Well, not most, all of them have gone exactly the same way. Been absolutely outstanding, exciting fights to mm. watch. He's, mm. It's like the Irish; he's never had a bad fight either, and that's why it was such a good match matchup. You've mm. got fire, you know, firecracker versus firecracker. Yeah, and Jermaine G- G- uh, uh, Guliami was uh, part of the uh, fight of the night against um, uh, Sadiq. Sadiq, yeah, Sadiq uh, Sifi, and uh, uh, and Sadiq taking it out on that occasion. But both both fighters, fighters are earning the admiration of the crowd. And uh, again, Guliami didn't didn't disappoint uh, neither the crowd nor his mum, uh, <laughs> and uh, did. A, a spectacular job, but uh, just didn't come away with the win on this occasion. Uh, somewhat less eventful uh, matchup than his first in the DFC, but uh, I'm sure he'll be back. Well, and that's what Perry Smith from ATT had to do. He had to make it a little bit more boring. He didn't want to stand and strike with the Muay Thai striker. Perry's um, uh, got a, a big Taekwondo background, um, but mm. uh, well, he's training with a lot of likes of Josh Kulabau, who you were able to have a little chat to, which uh, must have been pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, spur of the moment. Yeah, and Perry <laughs> did what he needed to, to get done, um, which is to, to, to use his grappling and to, to, 
take away the the striking of uh, Guglielmi or Guglielmi or Guglielmi. 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 The G. The Jeez, G- I say it like an Aussie, don't I? Guglielmi. Yeah, <laughs> the, the G's a Y. Just think of it that way. Guglielmi. I think that's going to make it harder for me. <laughs> and it's not Yuliami. The first G's the G. The second one's a Y. Uh, Guglielmi. There we go. Yeah, Perry did well. Uh, he's another one who you might want to have a chat with on the podcast and get on there. He's a really upcoming talent that I think we're going to see big things out of. Uh, he looks he looks super sharp, very professional, well paced. Yeah, that's the thing with um, the decision you've got to make as a, an up and coming fighter is if you if you're more dominant in your wrestling and grappling and you're fighting a, a striker and it's like ah, I I want to use my wrestling to to win the fight. But I know people won't like that. So you've got to sort of make that decision. Well, I mean, the end goal here is to win. But I want to entertain the crowd. And right. you see sometimes people sort of, that should take things to the ground because they are so dominant they there. They get sucked in. And they go, oh, I'll just stand for a little bit. This, this was, a, this was yes. a bit of a dirty matchup for Guliami. You know, I, I felt like he didn't really get the freedom that he wanted uh, in order to uh, to have the space to throw some of those punches and kicks that we saw from him in the uh, in his first appearance in DFC. And, and on this occasion, he was brought to the mat. And uh, There's a difference, and, isn't there, from, from somebody that... It's like, yeah, if you're a grappler but you're a submission artist or you're a ground-and-pound specialist, that, that then in terms of, yeah, let's take it down, the crowd's going to love this. Like, I'm going to pound this dude out. You're going to mm. see a knockout mm. here or you're going to mm. see a choke. Um, whereas, the you know, the opposite of the just the smothering style, and that's where it's like, oh, God, mm. don't put that guy on the card again. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perry Smith was very, very technical and he was very methodical on the 25th and yeah. and did very, very well. And Guliami, um is it a little excitement machine? And I'm sure we'll see him back. But on this occasion, he didn't take home the chocolates. And uh, it's good fight, though. Good yeah, game. represented himself well as as you'd expect. Um, but I'm just Perry happy I said his name correctly. <laughs> Perry is a young man who spent four or five years uh, growing up in Japan. Really, uh, yeah. Some pretty big dojos over there, and then uh, hunted around when he came back. I think he got kicked out of school. Basically, you know, talking to his guidance counselor, I said, <laughs> oh, "I want to be a UFC fighter." <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you you lack the discipline. <laughs> <laughs> you go to Japan. <laughs> you study with my master. <laughs> you will come back different man. Yeah, you right. will win DFC six. <laughs> I see it." So this was when he was a teenager. He did this. Yeah, and yeah. he was sixteen, and he dropped out of school just to actually focus on fighting wow. uh, two years ago. Went went around all the clubs in Sydney and found a real good uh, home in Igor. Just felt uh, the best there. And, and there's yeah, uh, Josh Coolabow. Josh Coolabow and Alan uh, Philpot. Uh, him on the, the Same club. Uh, you know, really training training well with those boys. He is a young fellow who you think, geez, you know, you dropped out of school because of a lack of discipline, but you want to be a fighter. Mm. Probably not the best <laughs> choice but seriously I from you know watched a quite a good interview with him where he just talked about I don't drink I don't do drugs I never go out I don't go out with all of my mates who want to go out and all the girls I don't want a girlfriend for that very reason uh, he's just completely chopped off everything kind of fun in, in his life mm. at a very young age which I'm really impressed with mm. um, you know do, it's sort of, sort of like Louis Passon is very similar mm. um, does not go out not interested in any of that because mm. he's, he's got a goal in mind yeah. and you know at that age to, to have that kind of maturity and that those kind of making those big decisions like that to, but to follow it through for year after year and you're not even fighting it you're just training you know mm. um, 
really, really serious young man. Even he's a real joker, a real fun personality. But uh, yeah, really impressed and, and happy with Perry to to discipline himself. Uh, throughout that process and he had a disciplined fight he came down who's really serious and then he could you know have a bit of a joke after it but mm. uh, yeah he, he did did what he needed to do yeah it, it's one of those things isn't it when somebody around that age you see especially with with young men uh, that are sort of sitting in, the, in a classroom at school that they're bored they don't want to be there they're not interested in anything yeah. that's happening and there's just like I don't want to be here they're either going to sit there and be miserable or they're going to act up and be like uh, this is just <laughs> This is not right, yeah. uh, but it's like if you can find an avenue for to put that energy and that interest, and especially something like martial arts, which you know on the surface you go, oh, it's fighting, you know, great, oh, fighting, awesome, and then you go, wow, this is such an incredible amount of discipline in this area to become good at it and become humble and you yeah. know, to, to meet incredible yeah. people and have amazing experiences, um, and potentially fight on big cards in front of thousands of people. Uh, you know th- that's an avenue you'd rather be following than you know yeah. look, being why waste your time sitting in the classroom if you don't you know if, if you're never going to follow uh, an educational path yeah then you know follow your dreams mm, and uh and uh, we're just uh, on screen right now is joe the vanilla griller brown how impressive a young man is he and uh and yeah. you know it, it, not to, it, a fantastic personality but Physically, he's imposing. Um, mm. He's he's really t- he's really taking his time in the cage now. He's he's got his he eyes. He did in this fight. He did exactly that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He didn't rush himself. He uh, he really uh, really thought it through. And um, yeah, the, the Joe um, Joe goes from strength to strength. And uh, this was uh, another another W for the Vanilla Gorilla and from Cardio Flex in Adelaide and. Uh, He'll be uh, looking forward to uh, a, a title shot. It's certainly what he called out for mm. in the uh, post-match interview. He uh, leant over and said, "Dave, do I get the mic after this?" And it's like, "Joe, you get whatever you want, mate. <laughs> you're, 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 anybody who's uh, got money for nothing as their walkout song <laughs> is uh, going to get that song. I think, like, what a shit song, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Sweet Caroline. <laughs> you know how we were talking on your last podcast? I've got this uh, this uh, mystery." song that I'm going to come up with and that and he went back with the money for mm. nothing yeah what was do you know what the other song was I do oh well, okay like, this, this, this is Daily Combat exclusive song you know and I'm like oh it's going to be something really completely different to, to money for the nothing uh. you know what it was well, Sultans or something <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> like you rehearsed that. That was so weird. <laughs> Timing, baby, is everything. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. It's another. It's, it's another. Gonna blow your mind. <laughs> it's a fucking dire straits song. <laughs> yes. It's another. Another. It was another. It was. Uh, it was Sultans to sing. Uh, was it? Yeah, it's another dire straits song. It like could have been. Probably. Yes, that's, that's it. That's the one. That's the one. It was that. It was the one. Really? I said it's a joke. <laughs> it probably was. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, that's great, Joe. Well, have a great fight. <laughs> uh, lucky, yeah. Hey, whatever does it for you, Joe. Um, but yeah, this is a disciplined approach as well. I thought he looked really comfortable the whole time, don't yes, you? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, he, he controlled the whole fight here. I mean, even in his, you know, we're watching it on screen at the moment. He's just takedown defense, just looks solid. I mean, his opponent sort of tried a few different avenues, yeah. couldn't find purchase in anything. 
just hopping uh, around and, on and, one and, and comfortable and, as. Yeah. And, and one of the difference here was Blackman was making a, a step up in, in weight class here. Yes. And uh, had to put on the weight. And uh, Joe Brown has to lose about 48 kilos <laughs> in order to make weight. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it, you know, a, a hydrated uh, Joe Brown's about 10 Him. kilos heavier than weighing Joe Brown. And uh, he, uh, I mean, <sighs> it's, it's leaking blood, the uh, Blackman there is... Joe's landed some big punches, and uh, yeah, he's these, uh, these kicks to the thigh were quite telling. You You see, you do see a bruise emerge on on uh, on the on the hamstring of Blackman. Um, I'm sure he would have limped the next day. You can actually start to see it already coming up, and as we speak, as we as we're just catching this footage right now. So within the period of maybe 15 or so seconds, this uh, this bruise really starts to develop on the. Do we have a light heavyweight champion for DFC? We do have a light heavyweight champion for for DFC. His name is Damien, coming for the honey. Oh, no, um, uh, Are you I'd even there, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I thought Joe was in light heavyweight. He's middleweight, isn't he? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, middleweight. Is there a middleweight champion? I think it might be him. Yeah, I, I'm probably wrong. It could, yeah, I, I can't say it's been contested over recent times. Yeah, um, no, not that I can remember. Uh, it'd be nice um, to see Joe with that strap around his way. Yeah, well, he called it called. Called for it after a, another convincing victory, and um, you know some of his recent opponents have been very, very impressive. And uh, Joe has um, been able to come out with W's left, right, and centre, and uh, and certainly mm. stamping his mm. authority over the middleweight division and and serving notice to uh, all the all the heavyweights out there that if they're walking around with a strap on their shoulder, he wants to take it off mm. of them. So, uh, what do you think of the hands at your waist oh. style? Well, you see it. Sometimes, but it worked really, really well in this fight, as you see right there. You know, he, because of the he's taller. Mm. Um, just he, Jordan, I Jordan. S- you see him doing it in training; it's mm. his thing. Yeah. Um, it's you know, if you have a guy who comes into you know for their first class, you're not going to teach him that. Right. Mm. It's the worst and the opposite of, of you know. It takes a very skilled elite level striker to be able to do that. Mm. Um, but the the great point and advantage of it is if you're a fast striker the the punches obviously you do not see them coming that's right mm. um whereas but you know of course you can't defend your face too well though. <laughs> that's yeah. true but and he's you notice one thing about him it comes from his abdominal area his quick and not so you see a lot of people use footwork to get out of the way mm. he does this mm. a lot up and back move. Yep. he baits with his face forward and then mm. pulls his face back and then bam you know comes out of nowhere yeah. did you, he uh, did mention on the podcast that it's uh, it's about uh, metering his range and understanding that he's uh, that's where he's asking right now can I have the mic and so, yeah you know what you like <laughs> so, I ain't saying no to you um, so uh, very impressive uh, it's there, a Joe. very Max Holloway style what do you think with that leaning moves, forwards yeah. hands Great down call. Great yeah, call. similar yeah. to that, but he's you know same thing. Moving, he's there, he's in your face, but really he's not. He's way back here. Yeah, yeah, mm. he's baiting the whole time with his face, saying, and, and look, he's got the reach advantage on this guy as well. He felt really comfortable mm. with doing it. Um, so future fighters fighting Joe, that is, be wary of that. Um, you know, those punches are going to come out of nowhere. Two and very good moustaches. <laughs> I will just highlight for those that <laughs> don't have the benefit of watching. Brings you back to the uh, 80s cop movies there. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, uh, 
and then he goes and says hello to Josh okay. Kulabau, who's right. just coming into the, the cage now. Oh, this is a nice little interview with Josh Kulabau, and uh, what a nice young man, you know. Yes. Uh, it, it just a delightful chap. He uh, popped into the cage with very little notice. So from what I understand, the promoter just asked him if he'd be so kind to come and have a bit of a chat and amp up the crowd and share share some of his thoughts and experiences. Yeah, he was actually, uh, you know, this interview is quite good, Don't, we'll let it play out. Questions sounded like you knew this going inside out. <laughs> I think you'd heard about this dude about 10 seconds before. I was before. yelling at Dave. I was like, <laughs> he just fought three weeks ago. I've got That's a re-naked right. joke. He's the featherweight champion of DFC. He fought here. He fought here. Uh, that, was, that was the If it wasn't for Kuya. Rich Warner, I, 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 yeah. Josh Kuya, cool about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well yeah. spoken. Nice young man there doing very uh, good things in his MMA career. So, yeah, absolutely fantastic young man. Yeah. And, uh, and and was very gracious in that interview as well. And, and uh, you know, great great for these guys as well. Like Great for Josh and, you know, an opportunity to chat in front of such a big crowd. You know, next time, you know, hopefully he's getting edging himself closer and closer to a belt and uh, has that opportunity to do that in front of tens of thousands of people and millions of people watching yeah. uh, from yeah. around the world. So, uh, yeah, it was... Um, it, uh, Josh was very gracious in um, in accrediting uh, DFC as uh, one of those platforms that enabled him to get uh, to the highest level of the sport as well, which was uh, absolutely spectacular. For yeah. anyone that is, is doing an interview last minute like that, Dave, what were you... Because it felt very natural. Um, the questions you asked, like, it's like, oh... Have you heard of Josh Coolabout before? <laughs> no, not... not <laughs> <laughs> What's his nickname? And I didn't know because the you had made serpent. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hadn't made one up, so I didn't know. 
Uh, um, did who did he fight pr- for the featherweight championship not, on DFC six? Not sure. Not sure. Have Jose, to go back. Aldo. Jose, <laughs> Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo. Who came out to the Sultans of Swing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> See, but one of the difficulties that, and one of the reasons why we do this podcast, by the way, and uh, it's almost been two years. Uh, yeah. I was reminded the other day. Um, so we'll be in June, I believe. Mm. Um, so uh, it was because uh, Ike had uh, literally uh, asked me in the depths of COVID whether or not um, I'd be interested in in announcing as uh, uh, the uh, the regular announcer wasn't uh, travelling because of COVID and uh, had decided it might be time to to hang up the mic and and retire at that juncture and uh and i was one of the few people that he knew personally that had actually where did you meet ike how did that relationship i, I went to school with ike so we went to high school together and uh mm-hmm. da- dated for a little while and <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we went to school together and uh and then um you know we, we kept connected uh, there was probably a time of disconnect i will say actually and uh, as we were both growing up and uh and then um it be reconnected down the track and through mutual friends and the like yeah. and uh and then um i'd uh, hosted uh, some um christmas carols just some community events but uh, you know a couple of these events had one had 5,000 people and one had 8,000 people. And uh, so I was like the Carl Stefanovich of, uh, <laughs> of of suburban Christmas carols. So, uh, and uh, the, uh, yeah, and so Ike said, look, you're one of the few people that I know that's actually stood up and spoken in front of more than 10 people. Uh, is this something that you want to do? And it's like, you Jeez, know. Jeez, it was a big call. What a, what what a good I've been, choice. I've been, I've been, I've been, yeah, I've been waiting for this call. I've been waiting for this call. Nah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, um, and I said, sure. You know, I, I love the idea of it, and I've been to several of the DFC events. But as a fan, and not really, you? Uh, yeah, not and not paying any attention. You know, just you know, turning up and watching and drinking too much beer and uh, having a good time, and uh, not really paying attention to what was going on with the ring announcer or anything else that was going on. And then, um, did you get free tickets? Uh, might have on one or two occasions. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, I think he knew the guys in the hip hop crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> shout out, Sammy, DJ Sammy. Um, and then, um, uh, yeah, and then so I got the, got the call up and then I thought, you know what, though, I, I wouldn't be doing that job any justice if I had no idea, absolutely no idea what I was doing. And so I thought, yeah, you know. Yeah, tell us about the process of mm. what you went through and what you looked at and so forth before you did your first show. Uh, so uh, so essentially I thought, you know, first and foremost, I, I, I better watch some videos of Bruce Buffer and find out what this is all about. Yeah. Um, and, um, uh, I and need I, a suit. I need. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was already a fan of Michael Buffer and, and I was, already, and I loved the story of Michael and Bruce and how they came to end up knowing each other after uh, right. from, because uh, uh, for those that aren't aware, uh, Bruce and Michael, although they had the same last name <laughs> and the same job, uh, had no idea that they were related. And uh, and so uh, it wasn't until Bruce was like 30, <laughs> 30, <story> 30, <laughs> 30, 37 years old that yeah. he realised that he was related to Michael Buffer. And uh, and then they met, they connected, and uh, very fortunately... It's not like, funny, Matt. Take this seriously. It's so ridiculous. And, and I just love that story. because it's, it's true. I don't want to interrupt that story. No, no, no. <laughs> Too late. You know, and, and, and somebody with a bit of an estranged uh, a relationship right. with, a, with a sibling, you know, I thought... Half-brothers or Half-brothers, I believe. Half-brothers, I think right. the dad was yeah, the that's, connection. that's why they... Dad was Mike Tyson. Dad, dad was... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Spinal. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, so yeah, and, uh, and they reconnected. And uh, and from what I understand, and this could be wrong, uh, that um, Bruce Buffer <laughs> then uh, became Michael Buffer's manager and helped register Let's Get Ready to Rumble. It's true, uh, trademarked, copy it, yeah. trademarked it. And now Michael Buffer makes more money from the, the trademarking of let's get ready to rumble than he does from announcing. Mm. And uh, and so Bruce had already had that experience of registering its time and, you know, all the video games and all the stuff that rolled on from there and saw that there was an opportunity this, for Michael. This is why you're creating those special little one-liners. <laughs> just, just in case Bruce Buffer decides to trademark it. Yeah, yeah so he can get ahead of it. Um, so um, <laughs> This is what you came to see, the DFC. This is what you came to see, the DFC. Hang on, that rhymes with UFC. <laughs> Get the lawyers on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, uh, so yeah. So I, I was, I was already fascinated just at, of that story. I, I was aware of that story, and then, um, uh, and and you know, uh, I, I watched longingly on um, to a couple of those DFC shows, and and uh, saw um, and, and saw the announcer doing a, doing a fantastic job, and uh, and just uh, and and when so when I got the phone call, I remember exactly where I was um, mm. at the time. But uh, I got a phone call and uh, it was a, it was a deep sauna <laughs> with Joe. That that was the interesting thing. Joe Bella was there and uh, said, "Was that a idea? deep sauna?" And I said, "Yeah." Deep and sauna. he said, "Does he want a sauna with us?" I said, "No." He said, oh, fuck it, "Hang up." No, um, and uh, yeah, and so uh, it, that uh, came about, and um, and so yeah. It, it, Several weeks later, it's the first. Oh, oh, hang on! Uh, dropping, uh, dropping roll clean roll soaps clean. everywhere. Here. Oh, that's okay. It just makes the the whole room smell even better. Are you able to pause um, the fight because we want to talk? I, yeah. I, just, I don't want to yeah. miss the fight which, uh, because so I want to hear your story, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't want to have oh, to search around. I want both. Things. No, no, no. no I want the story. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, so uh, Ike uh, gave me the call up, so to speak, and and uh, and and when it had that first event there at. Uh, he must At have Apex seen something Fest. in you. How were you calling those carols? And the next carol! <laughs> <laughs> Silent night! <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, I'm an auctioneer. You thought your night was loud. Get ready for silence. Uh, I'm an auctioneer by trade. So uh, so uh, it might have had some some sense that there was a little bit of that inside. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those opportunities that literally... Maybe, maybe you announced Santa Claus like in a mm. real uh, special... Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> one more time. <laughs> the man. You've all been waiting to see. <laughs> it's Christmas time. <laughs> um, He's made a list. He's checked it twice. <laughs> 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 Who have you come to see? <laughs> uh, so uh, oh, so we, we, we found ourselves at the penultimate uh, and co-main event for the evening now. We've got uh, oh, Damien. I wanted to Where's finish the, the story. story? No. Oh, so the, oh, the, we oh, we're invested. Oh, no, we, oh, I think it ends so up in uh, uh, Happily Ever After, right? Oh, what about the first so time that you went out the door? Deep in the sauna, massage, some, like, um, some gay guy. Joe, Joe, yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> so we, um, we, we finished the gay massages. Um, <laughs> and um, and uh, I'd finished. And, uh, deep, deep, I'd finished. Deep tissue. <laughs> Deep, deep, <laughs> and um, yeah, and uh, you know, I said, okay, Ike, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> did you no, say yes straight away on the phone? Yeah, yeah, for sure, I did. Yeah, I, I didn't know exactly what I was saying yes to, but I, I did know. Uh, well, I, I, I knew um, roughly what it would be, but I and I um, and I enjoy uh, the performance side of those the, of, of of 
the whole craft and uh, and I just knew if I'd said no the opportunity was never going to present mm. ever again you know so uh, and uh, and I also had faith that like he wouldn't have asked me if he didn't feel like I could, I could do it because I, I know how hard um, both both him and Greg have worked in order to build the DFC brand and and how they um, how it's, it's big shoes he was feeling as well Jimmy White is Australia's like most known uh, MC. Oh. In uh, big big MMA events for uh, many 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 years, he's a real personality. Um, he's the opposite to you, Dave. Um, <laughs> no, I don't mean that in a bad way. He's the opposite personality. Doesn't like gay saunas. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. He's like. Um, you can't. Don't we all? Well, he's he's got that black guy vibe. You know, he's like that black uh, smooth talking. You know, like glides across the floor rather than walks across it. Oh. Kind of Jimmy White. Um, yeah. And and you. I pound the fucking floor when yeah, I <laughs> he's like uh, a he totally get, uh, different version. his name. Yeah. I, I, I think, <laughs> I think you're the best for sure. Oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, it's just a very different to Jimmy. Um, but did you watch? Did you see you watched a bit of Jimmy's stuff? I, I had seen Jimmy live, and and I uh, watched a couple of the DFCs um, uh, recorded as well. And uh, yeah, and and but what I guess what I um, surmised from that was. Um, you know that uh, Jimmy really um, brought his personality to it, and that's yes. that's that's what you saw, and uh, that's why people loved him so much. And I thought, well, you know, um, I, I can't be Jimmy, and I'll uh, just be the best expression of myself. Black face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to say that, um, but yeah, um, no, you didn't, uh, do yeah. <laughs> you didn't do it. Didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't actually do it, but I thought. About it. <laughs> Um, and uh, what was really cool was as, as soon as I, I told my my mate uh, from Lemmy Largo Millap, um, who's my my tailor, and uh, he was more excited than I was because he went, you know what, I've been I've been dreaming of this moment, you know, I got I got this idea, I got a velvet jacket concept, and da, 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 and anyway, oh, so and then and it was born. That jacket was insane. That, 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 that's that was the moment the jacket was if, born. If you had was a different red jacket one, each time, that was not? the red jacket. Uh, yeah, so uh, well, I've, I've worn the. The uh, the velvet jacket for the Apex Sport Fest and um, yes. and I think for maybe one of the uh, Adelaide Oval shows, but I've also mixed it up with a couple of other items. Um, yeah, nice blood, blood handprints on the back. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. From from one of the Pride Fight series uh, <laughs> events that are called for Carly. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah which uh, uh, yeah, one of the uh, one of the referees uh, t- pat, patted me on the back, said, "Good job, oh Dave." No. And straight after, he just separated two very bloody fighters, and so I had a, a beautiful blood uh, handprint right right there in the middle of my back. Which uh, so I worked with you for your first one, didn't I? Uh, yes, you would have. Yeah, 100% you did. What was it like the first time you went out to mate and they gave you the mic and they said, where you go, mate? I, I think when whenever you're in that situation, um, you kind of like – it's the, the culmination of um, – of all of the things that you've done before building to a particular moment. Yeah. And uh, you kind of think, well, um, uh, and I think in, in that case it was the, uh, it, it was at the Nord Oval. So it was, a, it was exactly this setting and uh, uh, the, the the grandstand was full um, and uh, it, the, you've got all of the, the lights on. And um, my my main concern was uh, stuffing up, uh, not not. For my embarrassment, it was for the fighters. You know, I understood how hard it was, how how difficult camp can be, how hard it is to to weight cut, how 
uh, how, uh, the sacrifices these fighters make for months leading up to uh, this moment. And yeah. for me to then arrogantly go out and mispronounce their name uh, would, uh, you know, not only upset them, potentially in that special moment where they're trying to be in the zone, but, you know, their friends, their family, their supporters, all those people watching online and going, what a fucking dickhead, he just fucking fucked up the fucking name, yeah. what's wrong with him? We've and talked as well about how much that happens. I mean, it does. We've <laughs> seen that happen, especially, you know, we're not talking the, the, the top echelon UFC, in, in Australian f- promotions all over the country, mm. 90% of the time they will fucking get it wrong. Yes. And just exactly that ethos about, of, hey, it's, you know, it's we want to get everything right. It's about, you know, the same, you know, ethos that we have in commentary as well, talking to the fighters and say, look, what is the story or what are the things that you would like us to mention? Yeah. You know, um, and just getting things like that right, showing that, that you, you know, it's it, it's a passion that, that really shows through. And, yeah, I know that you did that from the, from the word go. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was brilliant. There is well, that difference, isn't there, from somebody who they just hired to come in. Oh, they'll yeah. come in, they're Mr. Plastic, Bring fantastic. The dude in from they don't give a shit about the fighters. And they're like, they're giving the card and they're like, they get it all wrong and they just, yeah, go home, take you their paycheck, the see you later. You feel the difference between yeah. yourself who's, you can sell. It's like you, you either know these people or you've met them, you've talked <laughs> to them, you've spent time to learn. He asked me a million questions before everything, be, yeah. before every event, like, oh, what's this guy? How do I, you know, what he, what, what's the name for this? What can you tell me? Can you put chicken yeah. salt on chicken? <laughs> <laughs> can you put chicken salt so on Yeah, yeah. He, he, he Big <laughs> questions. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, and it's, it's exactly the reason why this podcast exists is because I thought, you know, I don't know enough about that world to feel like I'm. If I'm standing out the front, uh, and and for um for for Ike and Greg, you know this this brand that they've created and all of the work that they've put into it, you know that's a trust that that, that um, you can't break. And um, you know if you are that face, then you have a duty to represent yeah. that brand in exactly the way that they want to see yeah. their brand represented to the greater world. And um, so it's like it's a multi-level thing. One, you want to be really respectful to the fighters to make sure that, you know, they they, they hear their name and it's up in lights and that they get a buzz out of it. And I, I would say one of my most rewarding moments so far as, a, as an announcer has been um, when uh, Talia, uh, Talia, the great white greats, um, when Talia... Uh, it came and said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm the great white, by the way. You know, mm-hmm. so that's me. Um, so right. I'm the great white greats. And it's like, cool. And then, um, so Tali, the great white greats. Yep, okay, cool. Okay, so that's that's what we'll announce and that's what we'll do. And then, anyway, and uh, th- I think this was the maybe the second or third event that I called and uh, it was at the Adelaide Oval. And, and when I, I, I called her name, you know, she got such a buzz out of hearing that and, and, and you know, we, we did a little fist pump in the middle of the cage and it was like... Do that the, was the fist m- pump more. Yeah. yeah. And that was the... That do was the, the m- fist pump to the fighter, yeah, eh? That's great. <laughs> and that, and that, that, was the, that was a moment where I thought, yeah, okay, well, that's nailed it. And now... That, that fight is in in that zone where they they're ready like they 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 know they've got they dream about that moment about hearing your name called out yes. with a voice like that yes. yeah yeah so it's like I'm getting yeah. goosebumps <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know you, you get to you give something like it's free it doesn't do anything but it, you know it does sorry it doesn't cost anything you know it's free it's just you can't you pay for give, moments though you've created a, a moment. moment it's a, it's an art form it's not an easy thing to do uh, it's a one in a million people who could actually produce that um, mm. so I don't know how Ike got it right with with I just guessed yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he did he yeah. rolled the dice uh, God bless him like it was uh, yeah I mean it was one of those things that you know what's funny because I, I'd always uh, hold that 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 
that ring announcer role in a great deal of reverence. And um, uh, anybody who knows me knows that I'm, you know, I'm constantly just repeating ads that I heard on TV when I was a kid, and just <laughs> just like like a fucking idiot. And uh, and and so to to have that um, role where you get to um, r- really, you know, g- give something to somebody, you know, where you know that's a moment they'll have for the rest of their lives. If you nail it and you get it right. For them, that's like that's the that's the biggest you know thing that might you know that that'll be one of those things that they take to the grave you know and uh, so so for me it's a it's a huge responsibility to get that right and 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 so you know I guess the the first thing was I didn't want to get the the fighters names wrong and the and 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 of course you know with you and already having that rapport with the fighters and talking with them you know it's like oh great now I've got a conduit because there's no manual steals off me. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Which is great. So, uh, well, we're it, all just a team. We're like a little family, you know. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there's no it's manual on how to be the ring announcer. Right, and it's right. like, okay, well, I'll, I'll find this out. And who's my guy? And it's like, oh, Rich is my guy. He, know, he yeah, knows I'll, it all. I'm his inside <laughs> man. Yeah, he's my inside man. He knows all the nicknames or yeah. he's made them up. Or, you know, <laughs> so we're, so we're going to get, you know, and so Rich will have those. Because Rich is behind the scenes as well. Um, for, for those that don't know, Rich will spend... Uh, literally, you know, weigh-ins and uh, talking with the the coaches and talking with the fighters themselves mm. and finding out what's going on and getting some lowdown and and and, and making sure yeah. there's a. So when you're hearing the call, you're getting like little tidbits of information I'm that's cheating. Trying to, yeah, ties <laughs> things together, and you think, oh, how did he find that out? It's because yeah. he's done all of that work, not only the research before, like all the stuff you can get off Share Dog and all, all of that sort of <laughs> stuff, but straight to the TAB afterwards. But <laughs> <they didn't. laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and then he, you know, then what you find is that so fun. Yeah, R- Richard loves so every fun. second of it. By oh, the way, yeah. and it's he's Christmas got he's got day. his A four uh, A four <laughs> exercise book, and it's just fucking notes yeah. scribbled all over the place. And and the, the night before uh, yeah. the weigh ins, I'm like, what what are the, what are the what are the uh, what are the nicknames? And Rich is like, okay, I've got a great one for you here. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so uh, and so we, we, there's the text back and forth, and then uh, what we what we found now because a lot of these fighters, it's there, it's, they might be fighting on debut or uh, they've only fought once or twice before, and and of course you can't rely on what you see on fight TV or or, or whatever because you know that ring announcer could have got it wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like, well, you know, how do you say Guliami or whatever? And so we use the weigh-ins as that opportunity to just make sure lo- the lights and the cameras aren't on yet. You know, so don't be embarrassed if I say the names wrong. You know, come up and let me know and. If you've got a great nickname, you know, uh, and you haven't already told Rich or whatever, let us know. And and so the fighters or their families or, or their coaches will come up and say, okay, you know, like um, in for the kill for till, mm. for instance. You know, I, I, name, yeah. I think of the Wayans I might have called it Fatali, for instance. Uh, might, that might have been the name uh, only because I had a oh, friend right. that had a name that was uh, very right. similar but with a different uh, first uh, letter. Was, and was it Fatali? It wasn't. <laughs> it, it was, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it was Matani, which ties into your chicken salt uh, narrative. <laughs> Can you put chicken salt on chicken? Can you, though? Yeah. That's the big question. Mm. That was mm. the after the Wayne's question. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Joe Brown. Uh, Joe Brown. <laughs> Can you put chicken, <laughs> chicken salt on chicken? <laughs> You've won the title, but here, yeah, this is more important. Put the belt down. <laughs> Where are you going? So, uh, so we use those weigh-ins as a chance to make sure that we've got it right for the night and as much as we can, and uh, yeah. and then uh, go because for 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 us at DFC, that's like super important to make sure that the the fighters are getting their moment. And you know, most weigh-in shows in Australia are just are literally at a pub, and a guy with no mic will go, 
Harry Smith, Michael Clark, come to the front. Excellent. Do your face off. Wait in. Excellent. Next two. Yeah. That's what it'll be like. Mm. So I love that. I love that we care about. Thanks, Dave. I love that we care about what we do, um, and we want to. It's as you said, we want to make it special for them. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's not about us; it's about them. But you know, you have a role to play, and the the creation of the the what do you call it the the act that you put on. Yeah. It's fantastic. You got, oh. you nailed it. Mm, um, thank you. Yeah, and you know what the other funny thing is is like the first the first time you know we. You know, and I remember uh, my first time. I was fairly new to commentary when you started too, but it was like you know we make a few little mistakes and we, we talk about them after and be like, oh, can you believe I said this? Oh, what a dick! You know, didn't have the yeah. microphone on. But you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the whole event. <laughs> the worst one. The worst one was um, the worst one. I, I probably wasn't even your fault. You're probably just saying what you got told to say or whatever. But I think you called out one fighter. And it was the other guy, so the referee's like, no, no, no. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 the wrong yeah, winner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, yeah, whoops. Yeah, the wrong yeah. winner. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't talk about Australian that. Australian Idol. <laughs> <We don't> <laughs> <talk> <laughs> <about> <laughs> Until <laughs> Dickhead brings it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but every event, every event, there's been lesser mistakes. Oh, yes. okay, less, much better, much better. Much, and I think now we're at the state where we're perfect. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, literally that last this, that last one that was, there was seamless, flawless, yeah. Yeah. flawless. Yeah. The, the, the interesting thing is like that I, I distinctly remember that moment actually and and it haunts me when I when I make a mistake it oh, yeah. fucking like I'll, I'll be in the shower and I'll just let out a cry like oh yeah fuck <laughs> fuck I that and, and this is yeah. like four months afterwards yeah. like this is, it just hangs Burns, doesn't it? hangs with me and it's like and it, and it's not even it's not my it, it's not just my I'm embarrassed that if, if I get something like that wrong but it's more like it, it's so it, it doesn't do any justice for the two men that it's all about you know there's you, you those guys that are that have just fucking yeah. put themselves through hell for weeks and weeks and weeks and then you know if that wasn't enough let's put ourselves through some fucking fire at the end you know and then yeah. some dickhead some fucking idiot in a stupid jacket <laughs> says the wrong no. fucking name like no because they you know you before this fucking then, idiot yeah you know? see that, that's what they get with you they know that uh, it's not some guy in a, in a silly jacket they know you care they know that you mm. want to get it right which mm. is the main thing you know mm. what I mean um, it's the attitude yeah, yeah. but but we, we yeah like I say it's, it's, and, I, and also think like through uh, familiarity and, and through this podcast which you know thank you to everybody that watches and, and, and to, to our wonderful guests that come through including Rich uh, we, 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 we you know it's, it is it, it, it really does cheers cheers Rich cheers mate cheers, and you're good health I finished and, mine and, for and, sure and to, uh, <laughs> and, and, and no, love the drive and, and, um, and so uh, we you know it's uh, it, this makes it all the easier you know you've it, we as a result, you know we've got now some great relationships with these guys, and uh, and, it, and it's a it's a wonderful gift, and uh, uh, to have not not just the, our guests in, as part of our little community in in, in our lives, but uh, on fight night, the great gift is that we get it right more often, yeah. you know, and yeah. and, uh, and hopefully all the time, and and that's uh, the difference between the DFC being this and the DFC being that, and. Uh, um, everything that they do is so on point that uh, you know to be at the pointy end of it and to not deliver would be uh, it would certainly serve as an injustice to all the great work that Ike and Greg do and to and, and you guys do behind the commentary desk to make it uh, such a professional outfit. Mm. Yeah, does this feel like 
I mean, even speaking to you know, Louis, speaking to Brandon White, speaking to uh, Gary Neugebauer and, you know, these guys, mm. even, I mean, Gary and, and Brandon from Interstate, and it's like, but we still had the opportunity to talk to them. Thankfully, they wanted to come on the show. Yeah. and uh, But it was great because we did get to talk to them for a little while. Uh, Are we losing Dave? Dave? Uh, just for a break. Few yeah, yeah, yeah. going for yeah. a little pee break, everybody. Oh, you there you go. But yeah, to have the opportunity to to, to talk to these guys <laughs> before the event, and um, and then when you see them there in person, it's like oh, and you've already because you've already chatted for forty minutes. Yeah, you know, on, it is cool. Eh? Um, I, I love um, getting to know them right. um, rather because you know you, when you watch the UFC, we, you only. Unless you watch a lot of the, you know, the embedded and all mm. of the other stuff, you don't really get to know. That's, right. That's why the Ultimate Fighter was kind of created, I think, to show the backstory and show That's that right. ev- behind every fight there is a huge story mm. on, on each side, and then both stories come together mm. and it creates a whole another story. You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we're really lucky, and, and I loved, um, you know, going up and saying hello to Josh Coolabow and then having a conversation yeah. and. And, you know, going, oh, what is this guy really like? Oh, wow, he's a humble, smiling assassin, this dude. He's like the nicest guy, you know? Yeah. Um, And, you know, getting to know Volar by your podcast and things like that that you guys are doing, it's amazing, isn't it? It's It's, it's it's really... Privileged. I felt, yeah, privileged, absolutely. It humbled... it was so strange for me We're to be there fans, on that though. night. We are massive Oh, absolutely, fans. yeah. That was the quickest piss in <laughs> oh. Just push it out like a monster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dominated. <laughs> did you win? Yes, I did. Um, yeah, we, we, I love it. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, we might just, if you can, stop casting for one sec. I'll just see if this is oh, gone. Shit. Otherwise, Dave's, we might get half Dave's of Rich's like face. <laughs> so it's right. a, Banging and clanging. This is the sacrifice we go to here, people try to get a show together. We're try not to even sit talking in about position. what we're meant to be talking about. <laughs> no, but this all, is this is what it is. We're talking about the fights and yeah. the fight card. This is the game and this is what we were talking about. But in terms of um, the psychology of, of the ring announcing, and it's almost the same, I liken it to like a stand-up comedian in a way. Yes. Where you are now the focal point for everyone Imagine in the that pressure. Arena. Yeah. Imagine and it's like the pressure. You you really do how do you handle the, the pressure? Well, you really do um, control the mood of that show. Huey drums before I guess on stage. Lots <laughs> of lines of coke back in the back there. Yeah, but, lots but of if, heroin. But if you're doing it right, and the audi- the audience will move with you. That's right. And you'll feel yes. everyone's on that. And then especially you if you're that, building Dave? that excitement, and everyone's like, oh, yes. And then when you say the, the announcement. When you, you get a lot of reaction off the crowd, don't you? A lot of call and response. Yeah, yeah, a little. I, I, I think, um, you know, I, I think that like the, the, the role of ring announcer is um, very much to uh, give people a sense as to what's coming up, what to look forward to, but uh, also to amp them up. Mm. You know, when when you know sometimes there's a lull. You know, so it can be like three or four hours during a card, and sometimes you need to kind of build a little bit of excitement. Yeah. Sometimes you need to ride the wave of excitement. Have you ever been tempted? Because you know how Bruce Buffer was your idol kind of thing, yeah. Have you ever been tempted to steal his line? And Secret now brother. It's time. Oh, so well, three right. rounds in the DFC lightweight <laughs> championship of the world. I, 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 I did, receive, a, I did receive an email from legal representation <laughs> to suggest that if I ever felt inclined to do that, they'd like at least my left nut. Um, <laughs> and the left nut, well, the left one's not the good one, by oh. the way, but I, I, I'd still like to keep it. <laughs> um, but. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Um, the, so, no, no, I, 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 I'm very aware as to the copyright rule. Are laws. you really? Yeah, you're very cognizant of it because on Fight TV, um, we, we don't want to uh, upset Fight TV. Uh, Fight TV have been wonderful supporters of the DFC. And the, uh, and the DFC, uh, obviously, are a standalone organisation and uh, are very much deserving of uh, their own call, I would say. So that is a copyright thing if you said it. Yeah, it's trademarked. Uh, it's trademarked. It is trademarked. So if I was to say it, um, there, there could be a cease and desist letter in the in the inbox by the time I step off stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, the UFC... Well, and, it, and it would be to the DFC, more than likely not to me. <laughs> if you see at the end of a UFC broadcast, they'll have um, their credits, I guess, you know, who the producer was or whatever. But right at the end, they'll actually say, these are all the words that are trademarked and cannot be used. And there's about 40 of them. And it's wow. like octagon, you cannot use octagon. Yeah, it's in the cage. Um, yeah, and any other, uh, I'm sure that the DFC is not an eight-sided cage. It cannot be legally because uh, that's trademark to the UFC. Mm. Yeah. Um, PFL is 10. Oh, there you go, mm. that's why. Yeah, mm. you can't do eight. UFC is trademarked. It's a decagon. Yeah, it's time. Um, there's so many. And wow. it's, it's right at the end and you can just pause it and be like, Oh, I didn't realise. This is the level of nerd we're talking about. This very nerd. This guy, he'll yeah. watch the subtitles that nobody yeah. has ever seen. But that's like why. Maximise them on not, screen and enlarge them and then read all of the copyright shit. Mm. Yeah, but Holy if, if crap, you um, <laughs> ever see any other cage fighting event, it will not be an eight-sided cage. And if it is, they will probably won't be on a show on wow. after that. Yeah. Yeah, wow. so I was very, very yeah, cognizant of that, and uh, and also highly aware that you know Bruce um, Buffer and uh, I say Bruce because uh, you know in the trade we just call <laughs> <it Dave. laughs> like, by the way, hey anybody listening, Bruce, hey Bruce. Bruce Buffer has no idea who I am, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Bruce, uh, Bruce Buffer and uh, and Michael Buffer have built whole careers around their catchphrases. Like, and you know, if you're yeah. and and people say, oh yeah, it's just catchphrases, just serious words. But here's the thing, you know, these guys have made a, 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 an entire not not just a career, but they've made an industry out of creating moments. And yes. you, you do not get paid for. All the years building up to it, you do not get paid for even the the three or four minutes that you're standing in the cage making announcements. You get paid for those moments. And when you think about Bruce Buffer and Michael Buffer, it's, it's, you know... It's those. Mo- I won't say the, the trademarks, but you know, it, it's those moments yeah. where you go, "Let's get ready." It's like, "Oh, he's gonna say it!" Like it's mm. this is the this moment. Is it. This Everyone's is like, it. "Yes," oh! yeah. and 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 you know that those guys that for the the alchemy that led to them coming up with those 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 catchphrases, those sayings, those things. It's what excites millions and millions and millions of people, and it's mm. the reason why. Bruce Buff, uh, Michael Buffer, for instance, to this day is you know just still, you know, asked to call the biggest fights in the world because when you hear those words, you know that shit's about to go down. That's you've right. got the you got the silkiest vocals. Yeah. You've got the guy, and when you hear Michael as opposed to Bruce, for instance, Bruce's balls to the wall. He's leaving nothing like to. There's nothing left in in the tank. You know, he's he's giving it everything. And Michael is actually super composed mm. and reserved, opposite, and isn't he? really the opposite. And nothing and moves except for his mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Do you know, Bruce Buffer has got elastic stretch special made sh- uh, pants. 
Ah. I've spoken to Taylor about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and I think once uh, he he pulled a hamstring mid call. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about this? Uh, I did hear I about this. Yeah, story. Continue yeah, yeah. on. Oh yeah. my God! There's a there's a I, story I you don't know. Was, was oh. it, uh, and was it? Um, uh, so and he's jumped. And he's he, jumped. And yeah. And he's turned. And uh, he's done the big. You know how he did the yeah. one eighty turn to the other fighter. Yes. Yeah. And in the red corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's done that. And he's just gone. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got elastic stretch on the inside. Uh, I think so that he can do. You know, his acrobatic. Do you know why he does? So he'll he actually he gets his card. And say that's the corner he's introducing, and he'll be like in the red corner, and he'll point at this corner first, and then he'll quickly slip and go yeah. the other one. He said he did that because he got it wrong one night, and he was pointing at the wrong corner, and then he realized and went, "Oh no, it's the other one!" <laughs> and then he's like, "That was kind of cool. I'm going to do that <laughs> every time." <laughs> and for UFC 100, because he would do that. That was his little thing. Was you know, and then the other side he would swoop that way. Uh, and UFC 100, he did a buffer 360 where it was he introduced yes. Brock Lesnar and he did a whole <laughs> he spun in the air through, complete 360 to do his little like <laughs> he said it would only happen once though that's right yeah. I don't think he's done it since that was the only moment yeah and he's very very careful like uh, when you when you see him with his cards he'll 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 raise them and he's talking but he's talking to there and he's just reading the inside of his card. As he's calling it, you know, it's uh, yeah. it's quite fascinating, you know, and and it, I, I think uh, you know, as a as as somebody who's new to to that craft, to to see to be able to see what he's doing, it's just uh, absolutely you know amazing, mm. you know, you, you kind of pick up on the little little um, elements that bring together that performance, and one of the things I I, I really admire Bruce Buffer for is his n- not just his love of the sport, but his his real love of that tan. That, that, that tan that he's got, that but that moment that that he's got with that athlete, and especially in those big title fights, you know when he, you know he's right in front of them, and it is a, it there could be twenty thousand people in that crowd, but it's him and that athlete, yeah, and yeah. he he's able to bring it from. He's talking to millions of people, mm. but he brings it down to it's you and it's me, and this mm. is our time. Like mm. we've got like fifteen seconds together to make magic, mm. and and it, he's got this spectacular ability to be able to just pull it all in and to make it this, and then all of a sudden we're just spectate, we're just watching. Yeah. We're, just, we're just watching yeah. Bruce Buffer's show, watching and, the and, and we're watching this relationship yep. that he's got with this guy or girl, and and this special moment that they're having. Like we go from, oh, this is going to be the best fucking fight ever. This is going to be amazing. This is huge. This is what we've been waiting for. To oh, look at that. That's a moment. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, and we're back. Okay, we'll fucking. Yeah. <laughs> And it and it's just it, it, it's that that that's the uh, that's the alchemy and and the genius of of the Buffer brothers that mm. they mm. they've worked out that this is all about moments. It's not about it's not about the leader. It's not it's that that that's what it's all about. Mm. You know that mm. making that moment count mm. and uh, it's a replay value as well, isn't it? Like every time you go back, it's like to f- to find that little bit because you get that feeling again. It's like yeah. oh, there it is. You see it? Yeah. yeah. You, you see, he's got a very very special connection. And I, and I think in part with Talia, for instance, that night that was that was my little yeah. moment of of, of of that. I want to see you uh, doing that exact moment with Damien Vola. Oh, 
Yeah. Because you've got a great relationship with the honey, honey, uh, Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. Yeah, Come yeah. Honey. Well, let's see, um, let's see that little moment. I don't know where that moment Did you do a 50 50? No, I don't know if we did. I don't know if we did. And I think, um, um, what was interesting about this particular fight with respect to that, the fighters were very, very receptive. Uh, Gary was very receptive. Um, and uh, and I think in part because... He was lovely, I'm, wasn't he? He Gary, was a nice guy, yeah. Gary's awesome. an awesome dude, you know. Um, and uh, fucking hell, look, is, he, is he a beast? Like, uh, my <laughs> God. Like, uh, lucky there wasn't a fitness physique <laughs> fucking competition on that weekend. He would have taken that out <laughs> and then turned up to the DFC yeah. afterwards. Like, he, he that guy... Just walked through walls, can't he? Oh, my goodness. And... and uh, uh, I think Damien might have had the comment that you looked like you were getting hurt by him, and Damien's like, "No, nah, no, nah, it was just like you know." And it's like, but you look, you might have, mm. you might have had that conversation with Damien, yeah. but you, you got to. Did you, you say that to him? No, I think you might have yeah, mentioned it. Yeah, 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 I think you might have mentioned it. Uh, yeah. But he I thought it, that was at the pub later on. But it could have been. I, I remember. I remember hearing it was in the post-fight speech with you that he did say that the punches were landing, but he didn't get hurt by them. Yeah, yeah, yeah perhaps. Yeah. yeah, we talked to him in front of the pub. I was asking him that question. You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Damien. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I and, he is. and 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 uh, to to Damien's credit, I'd say in that moment when you are. When you are being hit, and and uh, you know you you've got your game plan, you know what you're working on, you know you're like, okay, that hurt a little bit, but that's okay, you know I'm, I can take twenty or thirty more of those, you know I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for the night, you know I'm I'm betting in here, and uh, but uh, Gary Neubauer, I mean look look, I mean that actually does not give you, so that that the, but you've the, interviewed both of these fighters actually, mm. so you've got a good relationship. With, can we listen to the whole thing? Listen to you uh, do your little call. Sure. I'll, I'll After I've talked about you for an hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just skip see, that. Let's no one wants to magic. hear that. <laughs> let's see the magic in action. Uh, <laughs> Damien mm. coming for the honey. Or did you say Damien Pooh Bear? Which one did you go oh, with? Jo- oh, we'll see. Mm. Oh, that's oh, that's a familiar voice. Yeah, banger. It's a real banger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll actually say of of the fighters of that night, the the one that I got a, a great reaction from uh, was uh, Sean the Irish Karen. When when Sean jumped in, he jumped into the cage like and he he really thudded his feet down like he just jumped and and I did the same at the same time like yeah as he was coming in and it's like bang and then he, he had the call after that and was it was it like a, a trampoline when you. You both oh, land I just go up you're like, like one, one of you goes like, like a like water bed. <laughs> <laughs> so da- Damien oh, did Pollard, we miss your call then? Uh, no, that was no, as that good was, to get. I think because yeah. the music was playing at the same time, it, yeah, it wasn't uh, excellent production values. <laughs> uh, and and uh, look, this, I mean, this was interesting. So from from my perspective here, like 
Gary was very accurate with his punches, and he was sitting in the pocket with Damien. Damien was was fighting off his back foot most yes. of this fight. Yes, uh, with uh, Gary coming forward with a very accurate uh, jab, mm. and uh, he landed a lot of these jabs and then some straights as well. He was looking very I, I, very comfortable on I, his feet. I don't think to do that. I don't three, think Gary. In a row. I don't think Gary ever was on the back foot. Like he That's he right. was marching forward. He came for it. Yeah, yeah, he he and if a if a punch came his right. way, he was eating it. He didn't care. That's right. And his and, hands and are his, uh, not protecting his face the the, the best there. He's uh, he's definitely just in for I'm throwing everything into everything here. Yeah. yeah. And and it, and it was a left jab, right overhand. Mm. That, that seemed to be the strategy here. And and uh, you know when you see somebody like Damon, when when you see somebody like Gary, I should say marching towards you, there's got to be a, some degree of hesitation, doesn't there? It's like yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, he do, he wouldn't need to swing huge, big swings to get a lot of power. Mm. Um, a lot of shovel, shovel jabs, shovel yeah, punches like, like, like that. that. Little uppercuts, boom, boom, boom. Said, some people said, "Oh, he looked, he looked a little bit um, starchy and a little bit." But he Neugebauer, Neugebauer. Yeah, some people, some people have made mention. Oh, look, it, it was just kind of, you know, it, it it was too muscle bound and he couldn't kind of. But from my end, he was snapping. Like you see that yeah. left, that that was snappy. That was snappy. It was he coming in with a snappy left, and yeah. and his right follow up was uh, uh, was pretty formidable. And you can see Damien here breathing heavy. He's he's starting to he's walking backwards. He's walking back. He's just caught two, two big, big right, hands. right hands, and uh, it looks like Gary's Uppercuts. only throwing punches here. And, and Damien is throwing a bit more of a variety of attacks and That's throwing right. in mixed with takedowns. Right. So. Um, maybe something for Gary to, to work on in and, the future is to vary his attacks. I'll also say, you know, uh, Damien kind of uh, works off a reputation of not being, you know, the, the most muscular or the most in shape uh, in his weight division. But he looked good. Peak male performance. Peak <laughs> male performance. But he, he he's telling people he looked good here. You know, this is probably the best uh, condition I've seen him bring into a to a light heavyweight fight before. And mm. he, he looked good. Um, he, he did not... L- Looked like he was purporting. Like I mean, look at him there. He, he looks good. Yeah, weighing weighing down on Gary here. The the plan I think originally was to tire Gary out in that first round and then take him down in the second for a, a TKO. Would have been really nice to see what would have happened yeah. with Neugebauer in the second and third, especially the third. What do you reckon? Well, I think it would have ended in the second. I, I, th- this I think was a bit of a professional foul because this knee did seem to come in significantly under the groin there, and I I just wonder if uh, Gary was using that as a as a rest opportunity. And a bit of theatrics there with the the, the hills oh, thumping into that. the canvas there. He's <laughs> trying to get the balls to drop, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Shake them out. Just get it's a breathing. Both guys but breathing. But how much a lot is of it? Punches it, it look how pumped his shoulders are just from holding them up. <laughs> like his traps and his shoulders and his T section. He's yeah. just yeah. He's, he's he's just uh, pumped just just because he's got to hold his elbows above his uh, above the normal parallel. <laughs> That's one yeah. of the. Uh, yeah. The prices of, of being, uh, you know, muscle bound in, in a way is that you know, those muscles need a lot of blood, a lot of oxygen, and yeah. when they pump he, up, he, he literally <laughs> looks like the chesty bonds man. I mean, look mm. at that chin. <laughs> like, the, the guy's doesn't have a neck. Like he looks, he looks like he, he's. See so now, Damien's stepping it up with some straight jabs, some Dam- hooks. This is Damien getting on the offensive now and, and starting. Oh, to, oh that go. right hand. And that's what he was waiting on, wasn't it? You know, yeah. and he, he's. Can There's you replay it again? Can we you can just go back 10 that. seconds? Because Neugebauer with his jab was coming forward mm. and Volar timed it. He did. So he so I stuck think his chin out as he came forward. Well, 
almost a, a, out of that rest period, wasn't it? Like training jabs, and then he instead of doing the jab again, he went to the right hand. The right hand, yeah. Straight right. Four lefts, and then a straight right to the jaw. Yeah, so let's watch it again. Damien, um, Damien seemed to uh, walk away from that little that little break that Gary was using as a bit of a rest period. Gary <laughs> came back with the same same kind of strategy. Yeah, and uh, Damien's ring craft, I think, really came to the fore there where. Damien thought, you know what, I'm going to up the tempo. I'm going to change up the game a little bit. I'm going to be on my front foot. He changed the timing. Mm. I always feel that Gary could have used that opportunity to, to rest a, a lot more. He looked like he was very... Like, I mean, watching this back here, he looks like he's breathing quite heavy there. If you get the opportunity to take... You get five minutes take for it. a grain shot. Take grain it. Shot. And, and, and even that, even that balls, I wouldn't be taking 30 seconds. Gary, Gary's, Gary's first left there was quite good, and he's gone again. So three lefts in a row. So one. Four lefts the trading in a row. Lefts, so trade lefts. Trade lefts again. Boom. And, and there's, there's, the right. there's the right. Straight across on the chin. Do you chin. like the left? Do you like the left? Bang! Here's the right hand. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Gary, Gary would have probably gone with another left. And uh, you, you just yes. feel that, that that was the difference in, in that fight. I don't think Gary did too much wrong, uh, apart from the, the timing. Yeah. So he's stepping forward, throwing a jab. Stepping forward, he, throwing the jab. And he went to do that. And um, Damien threw the right hand, caught him on the jaw before he got the jab out. Gary, Gary uh, it, it would appear that here Damien had uh, given a lot more thought in that rest period mm. to, okay, well, I, I'm maybe looking like I, I could lose this round. So I'm not going to lose jab, this round. Steps forward, jab. Steps forward. Lent yes. back. See the step bang. forward? Exactly right. He and, stepped. And, and if we go back just 10 seconds, we'll go back 10 seconds here because what we'll see is that Damien actually leans back uh, on this last left jab that Gary throws. And and it's and from that point, that's where he leans forward with his right and mm. captures, uh, captures uh, Gary. Um, and that's the end of the fight, uh, essentially, as Gary goes to the ground and he gets finished. Um Beautiful straight punch, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Watching it back it is quite a nice feature to see because when I was watching it live, you know, it, it looked like okay, they're trading, they're trading, and oh, now Gary's gotten hurt and gone down. But seeing this back, it's like oh, I see the strategy that Damien was employing here, and yeah, that that he's really timed what Gary was doing as he got tired. You know, four minutes fifty into the round, and uh, you know he's pumped up, he's he's breathing heavy. He's thrown a lot of punches and he's only sort of resorted to, I'm throwing a jab and moving forward. I'm throwing a jab and moving forward. And then bang, right hands come before the jabs come out. Yeah. I also noticed something really weird. <laughs> I don't know if I should say it, but... Matt Estevez? <laughs> if you watch the last... <laughs> I should have probably said it when it was on, right? Okay. After the, 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 the kick in the balls... I probably get it wrong, but I think there was 13 seconds on the clock. It, it shows, was. It shows clearly on the on the screen, right? That's right. 13 seconds. Now I've got my stopwatch out, ah. mm. and I timed that that 13 seconds. Just now? No, no, not now. At home. Oh. And I watched it like five times. That's a long 13 seconds. I, I recorded the time, the time, the time, the time again. But that person who was on the buzzer, calling the end of that round, was late. Oh, so that right hand. How many seconds? About one to two seconds at least out. Yeah. There so is a delay, technically, of a second you, do you want to watch from it again? broadcast. Do you want to watch sure, it again? sure. Let's bring this up. Bring this. Let's because bring this, up, uh, watch out. this is uh, we, we we should t call Gary and say it's uh, <laughs> forfeited. You get to fight again. <laughs> uh, you're Gary, you're the back, title mate. holder. <laughs> 
And you it, win. But, but in the meantime, Gary's put on 35 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> He's now super heavyweight. Gary's like, I'm just like the Cheetos now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I've got my stopwatch. See if we can... Okay, so... Uh, we're, Do we we're, hear we're, a we're horn at, at all? For here the we go. This is the, the replay. We'll have to go further back. Oh, we have to go further back. Here we Sorry, go. Sorry, Dave. No, 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 I'm not sure, sure if it's a, a I thought it worthy of note at all. But no, no. Oh, oh it's interesting. Here we point. go. With 13 seconds left. Okay, so, so yeah, this is exactly seconds. the point. Watch, I'll press 30, start. When you say left. start, I'll press start. Okay? Watch for the referee to, to do the hand signal. Okay, so it's like, here Ready? we go. And here we go. go time in. 13 on, seconds. Yeah? Boom. 12, 11. We're at 10 ish. So five seconds, it's counted. Seven. There's the left. There's the third left. 10. Is the 11, fourth left 12, and the fifth left has come. And 40. then boom, oh, there's the right. 14. No buzzer. 15. No. There's still no buzzer. Still no buzzer. And I stopped that a few seconds earlier. So that's 15. So 15 and a half. I stopped that with the right hand. So, so that punch might have just Oh, you just stopped come. that with the right hand. Yeah. Okay. So oh, it was about probably 18 seconds. 18, yeah, yeah. So here we go. Maybe the uh, the guy with the bell was like watching it. Oh! <laughs> yes! <laughs> hang on. He only on. needs a couple more seconds. I'll yeah. Just, I Hang don't on. need to hit the buzzer yet. Matt Estevez has the bell. Are you serious? Can, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Fairview Cheetah. Uh, uh, that's amazing. But, uh, you so, know. So I was right. So five seconds out. Yeah, you're right. Here we go. So it's your left. Here, here's another left. I bet the timekeeper was watching the fight and was like, oh, it was a knockout. Oh, and it's like, dude, you're supposed to hit the button. And, uh, you Could know, Gary, changed things. Gary's, uh, Gary's just been. Gary's going to see this and go. Fucking cheating, yeah, South Australians. Those you said you're going to be fair to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, and there it was. <laughs> That's so funny. Look, Matt Estevez has got the buzzer. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> Gary's such a nice guy. Straight over there, he's congratulating his opponent. There's no bad blood whatsoever. No. He, he's a bit upset that he's you know he, he felt he, he was really in with the chance and and had been performing very very well up until that right cross and uh, yeah. And uh, and of course the Damien coming for the honey volar slash poo bear, mm. um, aka I mean he's got a few of them. Hasn't we he? should give him some more names. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think I think we'll just load it up. So when he's <laughs> actually up for a UFC bout, he's uh, we make Bruce Buffer's job hard. He looks um, a bit wild. He looks like a wild man with that that hair. The beard is is uh, all over the place at, at this point after a fight. But um, yeah, so, the funny thing was after the event. So we were talking out by the chicken shop <laughs> and and you were there and Damien came up and you said, oh, when are you talking to Damien or whatever? Yeah. And he's going, yeah, and I'm, I've got the XFC belt, I've got the DFC belt, I'm coming for the Dave Stockbridge of the Year Award. <laughs> yes, and then, he did. And then a big group of people went, hey, like, <laughs> oh, like they knew what it was. And I was like, how do they know what that is? <laughs> So cool. See, people know. Yeah. Come, and, come and get it, Damien. Come and get it. People <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. It's, it's, it's nice line. Mother 
my sponsors, Merrick Motors, Go Big, and I went big baby, I'm on that chair. TC, Melfi, the OG, been me since day one. Recover right massage, keep my body in full performance. But this is, uh, uh, this is what peak performance looks like, people, so <laughs> get used to it. Tyson nice Fury line there. <laughs> at least he didn't sing a song at the end. Oh, of that's true. Yeah. He, swing, he sings Sweet Caroline. He did. And everyone was too scared to take the microphone off of him. You can't sing, dude. <laughs> Don't give up the right. Rule number one. Well, first of all, actually, secondly, where the fuck's my second bell? <laughs> <laughs> Shirts, just as you will see, the young man across from the table, uh, ad- old man, ad- adorned, oh, nice. adorned with the same regalia right now. Yeah, and, uh, super proud of my awesome T-shirt. Yeah, it's pretty cool. A lot of a lot of support for Damien. A lot of those T-shirts going floating around Huge throughout the night. Fella, it was yeah. awesome. It's so yeah. cool to see that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. You, you got to get one, right? You were swapping shirts several times throughout the night, depending on who won. <laughs> That's right. I did. I did. <laughs> 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 Only the South Australian fighters, though, that I did. Yeah, had three shirts on, and it was like, oh, they, they lost. Don't take that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I had this young man's shirt on, uh, Louis Passon, home crowd favourite, obviously been on the podcast before. Uh, yeah. huge, uh, L- Louis is a fantastic young man. He's a very, very dedicated, stellar performance at the last Apex event against Samuel Njoki, who also appeared earlier on in this card. And uh, and on this occasion, Brandon White had his number, although there was a lot of back and forth with mm. Rich Horner with this one. Yeah, look, um, Brandon is a well-composed fighter. He doesn't waste um, energy. He doesn't waste movement. And that's the kind of the oh. best thing that I could probably say about Brandon White in all of his fights, same thing. Um, and the other second thing that you'd notice about Brandon and that he mixes up his kicks. He, he does a lot of low kicks, a lot of body kicks, and then he'll throw the occasional high kick. Um Striking, the, the, as in punches, would be secondary to his kicks, I would have thought. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, he waited till the range was there and the wait range was right before he threw anything. Um, so, yeah, I th- thought he did really, really well. But, of course, you know, we, we love Louis and we're bloody disappointed. Um, not in him, but for him. Mm. And, um, mm. you know, we, we absolutely love him. I thought, to be honest, you know, he was he was 
maybe a little bit second to the to the punch in this first round, which caused him to be a little bit impatient. And mm. and when he was impatient, he came forward maybe when he shouldn't have. And that's what that shovel straight right punch that White dropped him with mm. was. Um, he was against the cage. Maybe could have looked for a clinching uh, position, but came forward with his chin in the air. It's because he yeah. landed Two. a shot just prior to that. He was hungry. That, that yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, and that's very much the junkyard dog style, isn't it? You know, yeah. he's, he's there to scrap. He's there to punch on. He's, he's going to walk forward. He's not going to... He's not going to take a backward step, and he, he you see it as well. You know, he, he's the, he's the aggressor. He's moving forward. Cameron's measuring the the range um, and being economical with there his movement. Is. And, oh. see, see and, and let, let's just rewind that. Just yeah, we'll go back twenty seconds because it was a it was a startling knockout because it, it did not look explosive. It, to as somebody standing there, I had to. It was the opposite to Harry take. Horsell and, and the Irish, mm. where it was a massive, beautiful hook. Um, it was. It wasn't from a long distance, a perfect long, big hooking distance, big overhand right or anything like that. It was fairly close, and mm. but it was just that that Louis was moving forward at the yeah. same time. Doubles impact. Doesn't need up. to be the hardest punch because if he's moving forward, you know, you've got twice the power. Exactly. Yeah, you're, you're moving your body weight and momentum into something that's coming the other way. Spot on. If you watch it again, you'll see it. Um, yeah, I've got a feeling where a, a replay will come up because I've just tried to replay it. Here, oh, here we go, go, here we go, anyway. So and Louis, so Louis lands something and then moves in, and that's... He lands the body shot. There it is. <sighs> it's the body shot that lures him in, and then he gets caught with that. It's the left, oh, isn't it? Uh, it's right hand. <laughs> right, right shovel. Right yeah. shovel, yeah. yeah. Oh. Just a very short, you almost a jab, almost a right jab. And, and uh, what, what you don't see um, in these images is the is the team eager to get into the cage, eager to yeah. support their athlete. Like he wanted to jump in, but the doctors are holding him back. Oh, the the, the yeah. officials were stopping him to go back in because they wanted the doctors in there first. The, the officials are saying, no, 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 we need the doctors, we need them in. Mm. Um, and you, and at the same time, you've good. got an, an athlete that's celebrating and, and Cameron White who mm. uh, is... is you know, obviously Brandon excited. Uh, sorry, Brandon White, my, my mistake. Sorry, Brandon. Uh, Brandon. I hate those commentators that don't get the name get right. The it's not that Man's on left. Man's on left. And Brandon's uh, this, wanting to celebrate the moment, but by the same token, a, a little uh, unable to in, in enjoy that moment completely as uh, as Louis obviously. Just come over and give me the fist here. Look. <laughs> yeah. There you go. A little bit of love. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And, and a really nice young guy too. Yeah, Cameron's a, 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 a was a delightful guest yeah, here the on the team. podcast. The whole team are fantastic and supportive. And Cameron, they're starting the celebrations now. It, now that it's all, all it's uh, sunk in, now. it's sunk in. I've won. It's mine. I don't <laughs> have to be too keen to celebrate. I'm going to get my moment here inside the cage. This is my moment now, and uh, you know, shock the world. Yeah, great win. He looked he looked amazing throughout the fight. I mean, both guys moving really well, and I think you hit the nail on the head, Rich, with uh, you know saying he v- was varying his his kicking. It didn't see many kicks from uh, Louis at all. Uh, it looked like he just wanted to to go boxing range. Uh, Brandon did a, a great job keeping it at kicking kicking range, and then um, using his striking as Louis was coming forwards and then disappearing, getting out of the way. It, it was it was so evenly matched until that point. And, and it's, uh, if this had maybe pressed on another round, you'd almost say, oh, look, a, a rematch is, is on the cards. But um, great, Brand great was... Great for a main event. <laughs> yeah, a great main event. And uh, y- you can see that Louis got this really entertaining style. 
Mm. He, he, he's uh, kill even, or be killed. Yeah, yeah. Even, even when he's on the back foot, he, he takes two little hops back and then he's bang, straight into it. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah. And then it's two little hops back. He gets a kick. He's straight back into it. Like there's no there's no stopping Louis Passon. Look at that. You know there he is again. Yeah, he gets hit. He takes half a skip back and then he's launching well, himself. With his left hooking lands to Brendan's temple, and uh, this is the finish. Oh no, it was the eye poke. Sorry. Um, so with the finish, Louis lands a left hook to Brendan's temple and then moves straight into a counter right hand. So right there, and then oh, bang. Yeah, <coughs> and then yeah. And and th- that's almost an instinctual reaction from Brandon, isn't it? It's, it's, mm. it's the, that's just the the instinct of I've got to throw something now to stay in the game. Well, as soon and as you that see was, that, that the hand's not in front of that face, there's an opening, and you've got to go. Um, I'd be re- it's like I'd be really interested if, if even he saw the window or just threw the punch. See the hand's not here in front of the face; it's open. And hold on, it's here. It's here. Here we go. It's here, and he sees it, and then boom. Yep. Jaws ready, he definitely ready to be taken. It. Yeah, he, he saw it and then he had his head down and and it just it, it just landed so sweetly. That was the uh, that was the real story. That uh, credit to Louis, he got up, he, he um, uh, stood beside his opponent and um, and and took the L and uh, and let Cameron have that moment um, of victory. And um, yeah, all, all credit to to Louis and and the Cardioflex team. Had a tough night, Cardioflex. You know, it's a, it's really it's a, in in this case, and a lot of people might be aware, but uh, Craig Ike was on site from the wee early hours of the morning right throughout the day, and at this mm. stage, it's almost mm. almost eleven p.m. And uh, he's been not only on it all day that day, but for the two or three days before, um, had to try and rematch several fights unsuccessfully. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the the fatigue and 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 everything, the pressure, the pressure, mm. that pressure. You know, it you was know, his phone does not stop ringing, and it's all bad news. And it's like, okay, I've got to fix this now. I've got to fix this now. Shit, what am I left with? Oh, how do I do this? And uh, and, and it's just the support and relationships that he has that he's able to fix some, you know, most things. Yeah. Um, to come up with a great card, we were really lucky. We had eleven out of eleven great fights. But mm. the, the, I call him the magic man, and he laughs at me. But um, it's a bit, it's a bit, uh, bit of a shit uh, <laughs> thing to call him. But he's a magic man. He makes magic happen where things are just, mm. you know, shice and hell. Well, Josh did call it, mate. He said that there was every chance you were going to be walking out of here with a strap on your shoulder. And uh, so tell us, mate, um, there's obviously a lot of people to thank when you're on this journey in MMA. Um, there's perhaps a few of those people you see like Greg's face right in the now. background there. Yeah, He's just disgusted. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. Family, my friends, um, people that deal with me when I'm an asshole for girls. I've got one thing to say. I'm actually a fellow fighter, so if you want to do double champ status, then just call me. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. He's after another strap just to balance out those shoulders. Your new DFC lightweight champion. Both guys put on a a fantastic show for your main event. And co-main, main event, the whole card delivered. What a solid card that was. If anyone paid for that, they got their money's worth, that's for sure. And we'll see Louis back in at some point, uh, I'm sure. And he'll 
readjust and come back even stronger. Mm. Well, well, Lewis had two chances at titles now and uh, has walked away unsuccessful and you'd like to think third time's a charm. And uh, His only two losses have been title fights. That's shit, isn't it? Isn't it's it? Like Uriah Faber. Isn't it? Yeah, so he's due. <laughs> yeah, he's like Uriah He's like five title fights. Come on, Louis. <laughs> We're yeah. trying to give you the title, Uriah. Yeah. Just take one. <laughs> you know, I thought he was a shoe-in for this fight. If you would ask me, Rich, you know, you get all of them right. You're just a genius, Rich. Mm. You're the doyen of the DMC. That's what we, that's what we say. <laughs> well, Not I, only are you I an expert in jiu-jitsu. I, I, I had Louis all the way, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we would have loved to have seen Louis walk away with the belt just just because we, we love Louis. And, uh, but uh, Cameron, uh, a Brandon. worthy champion. Brandon. Uh, sorry, Brandon. <laughs> what are you saying, Cameron? Because you don't uh, care. You just don't care. <laughs> fucking hell, Brandon. <laughs> you know what's going to happen next time I see Brandon? He's going to punch me in the fucking face. Um, so, uh, Brandon, uh, just a spectacular result and, uh, you know, well-earned victory. And, um, you know, kicks. And, Great and kicks. Great kick, so economical in his movement, so measured in what he did, and uh, you know there's a you know it's not through any fluke that uh, Brandon walks away with the with the victory there. Brandon mm. was very definitely um, a worthy champion and walked away with the belt, and uh, you know it would be great to see him defend that belt in upcoming DFCs. You know he's a, he's an entertaining fighter. What a what a cracking finish! I mean. Yeah. It's, very, very convincing, and no less convincing than um, than uh, Louis' victory over Sam Njoki just twelve or so months earlier, and uh, and that's what elevated him into that position in the first place to fight for that belt. And uh, and Brandon, of course, has shown that he's well and truly a worthy champion. And uh, Brandon, we look forward to seeing you uh, again as being part of the DFC. Mm. And uh, uh, going to have to come back and defend. It's going to have to come back and defend that yep. that, 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 that the, the leather and the brass. They, they don't stay on your shoulder for fun. You've got to come back and defend it. And, uh, and I'm sure Brandon will be ready to do that and seems keen to uh, also seek out any lightweights that might uh, be in his way. And uh, Featherweights. Uh, featherweights, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, he won the, won the lightweight championship. Give him Shane Mitchell if you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might have to wait until after the PFL. So, uh, so uh, yeah, that, that was your, your full wrap-up. It wasn't the only event going on on the 25th, as you were saying, Rich. You know, we yeah. had Demolition. You know, they... Uh, yep. they, they ran their event conveniently on the same night. Oh, um, mate. I don't know so what the co is with all the promotions <laughs> going, oh, you're going to do it on this night. So are we. Yeah, let's see all these fighters. And yeah, yeah we even had our own Andy Carp. Andy Carp. Um, yeah. You know, co commentates with us. He went over to MC uh, Demolition Fight Series. What a trainer he is. Uh, <laughs> um, so he's off all future cards. So had, uh, <laughs> Demolition, Hex, they had Eternal uh, MMA. Um, another boxing, couple of boxing. Queensland uh, promotion as well. Mm. Yeah, just ridiculous, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Australian MMA is such a small community, and to not get something so uh, so right as uh, let's give some fresh air to each other, so yeah. that we all get an opportunity yeah, to shine. Not Come on. Not only that, but there's only so many camps, and there's uh, only only so many. Uh, sorry, only so many teams and yeah. and clubs that that can contribute. And uh, and by the way, just to put down people at the same time. Sure. I saw some really shitty uh, cards as well. Mm. I, ours wasn't, but mm. I saw some shit ones where I'm like, you can't match these two guys up. This guy, you know, and so mm. forth. And I'm like, mm. man, they must have been desperate just like we were, you know. Squash match. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Brandon White sounds very much like Daniel Johns from Silverchair? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
What, in terms of his singing ability or in terms of the phonetics his of his name? His voice is exactly the same. Really? It's exactly. Can we hear him again? I'm not sure. Oh, we've got the podcast, but <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll throw in a little yeah. voice comparison that okay. I heard that when I... The first, when we started, Open within two sentences, I was like, Daniel Johns. <laughs> that's, that's Daniel Johns' voice. There's and a, there's a, song. a, there's a, a certain song sound at the end of a sen- word or a sentence oh. that he does that Daniel Johns does. Maybe from Newcastle. It could be a Newcastle could be thing. Newcastle thing yeah. Maybe. Who mm. knows? We don't know. We don't know. It's so the important questions that uh, need to be answered. The, the, yes. And so uh, hopefully, hopefully we can have Brandon White back on the podcast so we can get these questions answered. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of them long lost brothers. Are you related to Cameron White by any chance? Is there any connection? I don't Cameron know. Cameron White. <laughs> Is he your nemesis? Um, we don't know about. I don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, massive card. DFC um, continually put on these quality cards and, mm. uh, and, and, and really do strive to put on a fantastic event not just for those that are watching online, but for those that happen to be fortunate enough to be mm. there in person. Mm. Um, and uh, and we saw some uh, early early knockouts and stoppages, um, in, uh, which is um, actually unusual, you know, we're, but we, we saw some pretty spectacular finishes uh, as well as some great standout performances. And, and Rich, if you, if you had to identify a fighter of the night, where, where would you put it? Oh. Damn, um, there was so many. No, you have oh, to. Do you know what? I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you <laughs> my my favourite moment of the night. Yep. was because it happened right in front of us, didn't it, Matt? Oh, Isaac right. Richards when he laid that kick. Mm, that was amazing. Uh, it just was the hardest slap. It was the cleanest kick mm. you could ever get. And then he finished it with the right hand. Um, mate, hard to moment beat that of one. the night. That was probably knockout of the night. Maybe the bull cat. For me. The bull cat. There's only yeah. one, one submission on the card, which was Joe Brown. The rest were TKOs and knockouts. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought Joe could have finished that anyway. He wanted. It. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, mm. I think he was like disappointed that it went to the ground because he was like, "Ah, oh, all right, I guess I'll choke yeah. you out." Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like Joe Brown's uh, little uh, bow as he entered into the uh, the the cage. I thought that was quite <laughs> quite an yeah. honourable traditional kind yes. of. Uh, Yes. Yeah, I think he, I think there's just a little bit of Bruce mm. Lee in uh, Joe Brown, just mm. between you and me. Fight, fight of the night for you, Dave. Yeah. Uh, well, I got to award it as it turns out, and uh, oh, and no, there was an official uh, one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I gave a performance of the night. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, well, <laughs> I think it's because I had the novelty check still left over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scribble <laughs> out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Joe Brown, Joe Brown got my uh, my performance of the night. I thought that True. he was uh, he, he was measured. Um, I thought he was uh, of of the fighters because there, there's. Um, there's a degree of fighters, uh, well, there's a there's a percentage of fighters that might be on their debut or within their first few fights, and I thought that Joe's fight was one. It was a very mature fight, and I thought that he was quite measured through his performance. Uh, he had his range right. There was just enough cockiness with his hands down, and uh, and he did finish with submission. Um, and there was some conjecture over as, uh, exactly what that finish was. Uh, I don't know if you called it or not, or, or what it was. Was but it a rear naked choke? Wasn't rear it? naked choke is how it was called, but it could have easily been a, a face crank oh, as well. Right. It wasn't under and the chin. From, yeah. And from what I understand, Joe's preference might have been as a face crank, but 
gotcha. You know, it's a little bit more humbling if you get if you tap out to a face crank because it's more from the pain as opposed to being yes. blood choked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas uh, the rear naked choke is what was called by the judges, and uh, that's what we that's what we went for. But I was literally told, well, yeah, either way, it'll be fine. You the know, Boston you know? crab, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's the, Boston the same crab. kind of uh, sub- submission, but it's just a little bit higher. And and as you said, one's a blood choke, one's pain. Mm. So mm. we'll show you later. Yeah, <laughs> watch out for that one. Um, so, uh, so, the sauna. so, uh, Joe, Joe, Joe got that, and not only that, but Joe, Joe is w- working up and building momentum for his own title fight, and uh, he, and and so he had the presence of mind post fight to say, Dave, I, I want the microphone. Which, by the way, uh, not all fighters get that opportunity. So, you know, if you're just calling out for the microphone for no reason. Uh, the promoters do get a little bit upset if you if you're not in line for uh, for for a post match interview, uh, because there's schedules to mm, keep to mm. and and people to keep happy, of course. So, uh, but in this case, Joe turned around and uh, you might have seen in the in the broadcast said, "Hey, I, I want the mic." And yeah, he's uh, upset with himself though because he reckons. He only said half the things he was planning, and, uh, and he went blank. Hard and he's like, moment. I'll just give the mic back now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you might mind you, last time he did, uh, he did uh, throw out a, a call to the yeah, Daily yeah. Combat podcast. Woo. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, all night, all day, all day. Yeah. That's what we got. And in the moment, I didn't realize that's what he was doing. I just kind of laughed along, but it wasn't until afterwards I watched it and went, "Oh wow, look at that! He did it. Yeah, that's so, so cool." cool. Yeah. So that's still our pin to top on our socials. If you happen to mm-hmm. jump onto the mm-hmm. Daily Combat podcast mm-hmm. Facebook page, you that's the exactly what you see that mm. you'll see the vanilla gorilla giving us a shout out so uh but overall spectacular night great great performance and for for anybody that's been watching this podcast that was just the icing on the cake literally it was mm. all part of the apex sport fest which is run by the same men uh that are behind the, the diamondback fighting championship and uh, those guys uh, worked tirelessly to bring uh a, a very unique event to uh, to Adelaide, and mm. uh, that event was uh, all day at the Nord Oval. Uh, we were very fortunate to be part of that event as uh, part of the AWE, and uh, got an opportunity to um, uh, to do our thing, um, and was given a platform. Uh, thanks to uh, Craig and Greg and and the whole team there at DFC, and uh, and and but there was uh, there was BJJ, there was. Uh, medieval battles. There was strongman. The, strongman. Mm. There was the uh, uh, arm wrestling. The FEMA guys with the swords, f- sword fighting, and you know all oh, of that medieval that. sword fighting. <laughs> yeah, amongst it all, it's rugby easy. was good. I enjoyed watching uh, rugby. The, the rugby sevens. Yeah. That was that was that was a, a, a real feature of the day Hip as well. well. Uh, there was the hip hop guys. <laughs> what there was, was your the, favorite moment? Apart from the hip hop, apart from the hip hop, the day of the MMA card. Uh, I think Brandon White winning the title. Whoa. I think that, that even Why though even though we dis- love Louie, I think that that was such a perfectly timed counter right. And yeah, uh, Louis said afterwards because I didn't see it coming at all. Like mm. I, I don't even know what he mean. So yeah, you know those are the ones that put you out because. You can't brace for it. Uh, yeah. And uh, if you're moving forwards thinking you've got something and then you're suddenly waking up going, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> and what, what, for me, you know, it's post-fight. It's, it's seeing how Louis has reacted to that and, you know, the humility. Like one, he's coming out to chat to you afterwards mm. and, and uh, made himself available, which, you know, it'd be easy for an athlete that's just experienced a, a knockout to, to easily go within themselves. But he's taken that opportunity to, you know, to come over and have a chat about things. Mm. And then uh, post-fight, Louis' posts have been, you know, it didn't go my way, I'll be back. And, you yeah. know, um, and, uh, and acknowledging, you know, not 
diminishing the accomplishment of yeah. his opponent, but respectful. you know, being very, very respectful. Mm. Um, and uh, and and so to me, it's those moments uh, after the event that really ring true and yeah. tell you about the essence of uh, some of these. Um, these, these fine young men and women that mm. uh, that put themselves in danger um, for not just so that they can test themselves, but uh, so that they can serve as an example to us all as to you know uh, what we can be under fire when we're mm. put to the test. And, yeah, yeah, he didn't make excuses, didn't say oh I had a bad cam or anything like that. Just said look, just went I zigged when I should have zagged, and yeah. that's the that's the game. Yeah, I've um, got a, I've got a rumor for you guys. Oh, I like mm-hmm. a rumor. Um, Gary Neugebauer is coming back. Sleeping with no, <laughs> <laughs> Tim Rogers, uh, a DFC champion. Uh, yeah, famous Tim Rogers. He's uh, uh, been uh, training under Trinity MMA for quite a number of years. I mm. think he's a bit more of a coach there these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesse Medina. Jesse Medina was fought mm-hmm. at uh, at Demolition Fight Series from uh, Mildura Martial Arts. Yeah, uh, and you know. Absolute uh, funky cold Medina. Is that that's that's the one, Jesse mm. Funky Cold Medina? Um, mm. And he he beat Rudolfo Rudolfo. I'm not sure if I'm saying Rudolfo or Rodolfo. Ro- <laughs> Scotch Rochambeau. <laughs> Rodolfo. Please, please Rodolfo don't hit Rich for saying Marquez. that wrong. Yeah, Rochambeau. Um, he, he beat him in Demolition uh, Fight Series just on the same actually the the, the night before. On, on Friday, and then we were on Saturday. Um, and there's been little bits of chats. Uh, Tim Rogers has had a, an injury for the last little while and has mm. been looking to make a comeback. I was ah. been speaking to him in the background. Um, somebody somebody called out on on uh, social media this week, uh, Jesse Medina's win wasn't quality and it wasn't... He's got a little bit lucky with it. And mm. A bit of disrespect there to Jesse Funky Tom <laughs> Medina. And then uh, one of the South Australian boys said, uh, we want to see Tim Rogers from Trinity versus Jesse. And then both boys got on the the chat and started chatting and said, I'm down for it. I'm down wow. for it. So I reckon on July, I think the 2nd, yeah. under the next DFC, that yeah. could be possibly a title fight. Wow. South Australia's Tim Rogers versus wow. Jesse. Wow. Wow. Way class, are uh, good call. I don't know. Um, uh, are they big guys? Fe- feather? Oh, the uh, featherweights. It's probably about... Oh, Tim Rogers, I think the reason he got into it because he lost 30 kilos. So, oh. you know, who <laughs> knows where he could be. Mm. But uh, pro- possibly featherweight, okay. I'd say. Otherwise, catch weight. We'll, we'll just yeah. call it and get them yeah. both in there. Why not? That's so, a, that's yeah. a... That's a spectacular matchup. Sorry, sorry, I just wanted to make sure. We yeah, that's great. A little bit of, little, oh, I love the rumor meal. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's great to see that something like that's developing in the background, and mm. it's more call outs like that that I think the uh, the local MMA scene needs. So, uh, well, that that's your wrap up, ladies and gentlemen, of uh, the Apex Sport Fest DFC sixteen. It, it was a spectacular card. You know, if you haven't already, go pay you 55 bucks or whatever it is to go watch it yourself you can do that by heading over to fight tv of course it's too late to buy the tickets to uh apex sport fest you can oh. use uh, rich's <laughs> login i think <laughs> use rich's login passing them out the message rich directly and, and he'll, he'll five get dollars, you in five to watch dollars. it yeah for five bucks don't tell ike <laughs> <laughs> Um, but of course, AP, uh, sorry, uh, DFC seventeen uh, is, yeah. uh, is already in the planning. July second, uh, July second, it's going to be out 
the Adelaide Oval, a spectacular event. I think in this case it's a Sunday night. So yeah. will, the, will um, the jacket be ready by then? Uh, the jacket will be ready. So uh, we'll be gold all ready for the or just uh, gold. Just gold. It's a gold satin. Um, so uh, gold satin, black velvet, satin. black buttons, double breasted. <laughs> stay tuned. It's uh, you know. If you're a fan of the podcast, you'll be a fan of the jacket. Come um, just to see the jacket. You should put the jackets <laughs> in the back of the podcast, in the back of the studio, uh, so we framed. can see, like, this was from DFC1, yeah. this is from DFC2. <laughs> Maybe that, we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Well, uh, yeah, we'll stay tuned for that. Um, we'll get a framing. Guy in to do something, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Framed jackets. <laughs> wow. Um, and uh, congratulations to all the winners. Commiserations yeah. to all those that uh, walked away with an L uh, on this occasion. None of you are losers in our estimations. You're all warriors for jumping inside that cage in the first place and giving it an absolute crack. And not only have you done so for yourselves, but you've done so for your coaches, your community, yeah. and of course all Respect. of those people that uh, paid their admission tickets and uh, and mm. bought the pay per views. And uh, you're absolute warriors in our eyes. So so uh, thank you very much for putting your health and uh, it at risk for the sake of this sport for our entertainment for our <laughs> purely purely for Not rich really. to have something to, to talk about essentially uh, we so love you all. Yeah. yeah god bless you all and uh, thank you very much for tuning into the podcast if you tuned in for this long uh, we we're deeply grateful and uh, we'd <laughs> like sorry. to think just <laughs> <laughs> we are in some part apologetic but uh, if you haven't already get yourself some roll clean soap yeah uh, so cat uh, matt from roll clean uh, absolutely amazing my beard has never been more lustrous uh, they don't just make soap though they make this uh, hand pump stuff now as well as subs i don't know if you've used subs at all but it's like suds but it's uh there's more uh, uh, it's more for people that do submission yeah it's so clean um, your uh, your gi or your volume oh, the stuff you put in your it's washing like, machine yeah. to clean your gi with it's right. instead yeah. of suds it's like it's detergent subs. but it's completely organic it and will it, uh, stranglehold yeah. your stains and it'll, yeah. it'll make you a better grappler and if um, your club <laughs> if your club doesn't have roll clean you get you better get, get on Facebook and get on Roll Clean um, and send Matt and Cat a message and they will come to you. They they even go to go yeah, to like clubs yeah, and they do little like, seminars yeah. and little chats about yeah. don't be the smelly guy. Yeah, we've got some we've got some <laughs> of those posters just over there for Matt um, to make note of. Uh, they're actually just uh, they are actually stacked up over in that corner. They're just in the bin. Thanks, yeah, Matt they're and just Cat. no, yeah. they're they're right there um, beside the, the Patrick Bateman. Definitely there beside the Patrick Bateman <laughs> doll um, and uh, next to next to the uh, the. the the, the Reebok pump box. Um, but they, they are there. <laughs> and, uh, Put me back up. Yeah, they are. Oh, that's me. I don't know where it is. Oh, no, there the we beard. go. It's over there somewhere uh, behind the whiteboard. What's, what's on the whiteboard here? Oh, uh, that's a whole bunch that's of planning and strategic. Plan. So uh, that's how we uh, take over the world with like this. Let's bring it back to this young man over here. So, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again, Rich. Warner for Thank coming you for in me here. Guys. That Stop was a wonderful 15-minute segment. Thanks for the scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should edit this down to like 15 minutes. So <laughs> it was a okay. perfect 15 minutes. It was a perfect 15 minutes. And uh, and Hollywood, Matt Connolly, those double biceps. Well, one of them's out. There's the other. There's the other, ladies and gentlemen. That's what you've come to see. That is a double <laughs> bicep, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm Dave Stopbridge. I'm your... Uh, well, co-host, co-breather of air, co-wearer of, th- of clothes, clothes etc. <laughs> Winner of the Dave Stockbridge uh, Award, uh, 17. Come and get it. Come and get it, Damien Bowler. Come and get it. Come and get it. <laughs> um, and, uh, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you. Uh,